hey, I know I told y'all this before, but your favorite podcast, The Size, is now streaming on all available platforms. So we scream wherever you stream. That's Spotify. That's SoundCloud. That's iTunes. Pretty much everywhere that you want to be and need to be. So even though this is our season finale, you can always go back to those earlier episodes and make sure that you ain't miss shit. Season two will be here before you know it. (laughs) Let's start the show. is the best thing that ever happened to me. We talked about it in the last episode, but I'm still watching. I mean, why wouldn't you? They have archival footage. I mean, <laughs> are we kidding? Oh, we gotta open another bottle of wine. By the way, we're not drunk. This is actually how we act in oh, real life. all the time. So if anyone is concerned, well, okay, we act like this in real life around each other. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna talk if you see us in public. <laughs> That's not true. I'm a little bit friendlier than Stephanie oh. is. Friendly, but not nice. Like, there's a difference. Baca, AKA, AKA not, not nice, nice, and I stick it to my name. Hey, Music. I love that song. A good song. When he be talking about how he got a, um, Drink while he's shooting so that he so knows. So make sure his aim is straight. Look, that's it's a line. Easy. That's a lyric. 
I love Baca, aka Not Nice. Same. And I live up to my name, A. <laughs> Shout out to Corby. Shout out to Corey. Corby put us on to this song. Did. And Baca, aka Not Nice. Did. Speaking of things we love. Wow. Sice portion of the show. This is our last Sice for season one. We're making a good one. It's a Legends Bowl. <laughs> um, it definitely is. We're about to name all the people. But that's, I mean, it's going to come later. But y'all will get hit over the head soon. All I got to say is level up. <laughs> level, level, up. Up. Level, level up. 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 Five, eight, four, three, two, one. one. Let's go. Ha, 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 your finances, your baby fathers. Wow. Like. One of the hottest topics right now is Sierra's level up and the challenge that amidst after. Woo. Woo. The people are dancing. I'm gagging because the white people are out dancing. Everybody. Bring dancers back. I'm into it. I'm not mad at all. Oh, listen. Even the Down Syndrome kids was going smack. All right. <laughs> no, your video. They was going all. You're not wrong. It was very much so. Oh. Let me take a class with her. But <laughs> I just didn't expect you to say that. Well, you know I have a soft place in my heart for the Down Syndrome community. I love them. If y'all aren't watching the new season of, um, Uh-oh. what's that show? Something with people Born in This need. Way starts coming up. It's coming up. Make sure y'all watching Born This Way. Hit TV. I keep trying to tell y'all, Stephanie don't watch nothing on TV that don't have nothing to do with people that's not in need. Listen, in distress. Those dance syndrome kids are not in need. All of them are having sex oh. and carrying on. Must yes. be nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, like for real, they really be on the show getting laid. <laughs> I'm actually done with this portion of the conversation already. <laughs> it's a show. Anyway, so we're so happy for Sierra's new era. Yep, and that new song with Techno. Yes. Um, if you don't know. As far as our stand list goes, Sierra is top three. So. Oh, for sure. I have a rotating top three of, like, several different categories. Who's your top three? Well, so, wait. One of the categories is, like, best-dressed black girl. <laughs> and, and she's always number one. Sierra's definitely in the rotation all the time. It's like Sierra, Solange, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. A good top three mm-hmm. to have, not no. Sierra's always best wig. Oh, best wig. I mean, what frontal? Best wig in a supporting cast. <laughs> 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 I love awards. I love superlatives. Sierra be having the best frontals. I don't care what nobody say. It be between her and Trina. What frontal? What frontal? Trina's are clockable. I I know it. I know that it's a wig. Oh, but that's why I be into it because it's so bangy. Oh, you're ghetto. Like it's so bangy. It's like, girl, I can see all the lace. I can see clearly now. The, the lace, lace is there. <laughs> <laughs> the lace is still there. <laughs> MC <laughs> Deborah, out. MC <laughs> Syringe, sunshine. <laughs> she was like realness, morning, <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> she said, "Come into the light, morning, <laughs> breakfast, sunshine." <laughs> I hate her. Ugh. Between you, her and Cookie Tookie, I'm took out. Woo! One, two, three, get off the big bitch. <laughs> Y'all Philadelphia coverage kind. Full coverage kind. That's, I'm, that's your name in my phone. Is it really? Philadelphia coverage kind. You have to change it. It's Philadelphia full coverage kind. That's a lot. But that's the brand. I need so it to fit on the line. I'm going to just put that as your occupation. <laughs> full coverage kind. <laughs> 
No me. No me. No me. Sorry. Go go break. So, what do you feel Sierra is going to give us this ever? Because let's be clear. I also want to just put this out into the into the blogosphere. Out of Sierra's what six albums? She might be on seven. So wait, goodies, evolution, mm-hmm. fantasy ride. Mm-hmm. Once for dinner, what album was that? What was it called? Basic Instinct. Uh-huh. Um, Sierra. Sierra. Ooh, Sierra. And then the one we don't talk about. Jackie. Okay, now, how, how many did we just count? That was five. No, what? that was six. Minus the one we don't talk about. Five, so good. Okay, so... Her sixth album. <laughs> so, let me... So, I just want to go on record and say that Sierra has five perfect albums. Does your fave? Nope. Oh. Well, I answer for them because they don't. See... So, um, so next time you want to goop our girl. <laughs> goop the girl. Goop, goop the yeah, girl. girl. <laughs> Music. G-O-O-P. Uh, is what I'm all about. <laughs> hello, my name is Goopta. Goopta girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off with the season finale. Trash. Um, no, Sierra's perfect in all her ways, and I'm very excited about this new era, and I hope that she goes back to her old ways. Give me mid-tempo and mm-hmm. give me dance. Your mid-tempo and give me dance. And also give, give me, me sex. Ooh. You love I that. want me a once for dinner. Give me a, um, I run it. Give me a Sierra to the stage. You, Those are your favorite songs. I feel like you call them out every episode. <laughs> and who gonna beat my ass? <laughs> but I also want, like, speechless Sierra. Mm. I also want, like, Wait, promise okay. Sierra. Wait. Somebody on the internet, one of her stand pages today, said that Level Up has topped Speechless as far as sales. And that I don't stand for because Speechless, the original and the remix featuring mm-hmm. Future, mm-hmm. are like the greatest songs ever. No, let's talk about it. Future had a moment with Sierra. Like, he's Did. a bad person. Music, they need to they need to hash it out, not for their son, but for the music. Hello? Because but Baby Future gonna be fine. Because Baby Future has a dad named Russell. Yep. Shit, he could be my dad so, at this point. Uh, all right. <laughs> I didn't even mean like that, but look, not no. Wait, did you see them shirts they got now that's like, I want a Russell or I need me a Russell? I'm about to make one. Y'all black girls are lying because y'all would never date Russell. Only people that would actually date Russell is me. No, okay, so boom. I actually hit up Andre about this the other day because you know he's staying for Slim Thug. He probably didn't want me to say that, but whatever, it's sad. It's ghetto. It is. Slim Thug was bad-mouthing the relationship was. of Russell and Sierra. And Sierra clapping. Russell is um lame, and Sierra really don't like niggas like that. She really want a future, but she was, like, settling for the bag. First of all, what is wrong with corny men? I'm confused. I don't have an issue with that type of corn. But the thing is, I think that people, people think Russell corny because he was, like, a young white acting. But the more we, the, but the more we see him with Sierra, he is an old black uncle. He's like, an old black uncle. He be doing the electric slide before bed, like and be singing all the all old the black time. people songs. He sing, like he what was that? What's he singing? Joe? What was that? And Corey was going all day. <laughs> they was at some banquet. He was like drunk. First of all, the fact that they were at a banquet means <laughs> like black. Only, only black people go to banquets. <laughs> like what are you talking about? He not corny. And then when that, and then when he talks in his real voice, I'm he sounds like him. a sharecropper. All right. He still hears like, "Girl, we was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> we would have four bad kids." Is that now he was talking in that video? I don't mind. That's what, but I'm saying like Russell not corny for real. Russell just was cold switching so that he could get on to get one. But Russell is a Bama, like. 
Russell looks like not, not Obama in the DC sense, but Obama in like the country sense. Yeah. Even though technically And he's from like Richmond. Ooh. Exactly. Ooh. <laughs> he's from somewhere bangy like Richmond. That like, just took me to a bad place. Russell this- Wilson just be be pump faking because he know he has to give a, cer- a certain type of persona, you For know, football. to get along. Mm-hmm. Because like all his like I mean, Marshawn Lynch is like ghetto. Right, and it's no shade to the shine, but shine not not having the uh, CEO of of uh, uh, Amazon make him pancakes that he was making Russell. Oh no, era. not at all. He's so not, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so Russell, there. Russell is only doing that whole young white acting thing to get to the bag because so that, him and Sierra both putting on exactly. You see the video with him and Sierra. He saw he's gonna put hot sauce on her and shit. And Sierra be stressed. Sweet. Yeah, she'd be like, oh my god, Russell. Because Russell's a crazy person. And, and he will really do all the stuff that he say. And she don't want people to know that they be getting it popping. Right. She's trying to keep up appearances. A class. Because she did the exact same. The reason that people don't bang with Sierra the way that they should is because Sierra did the exact same thing that Russell is doing right now a little while ago. Before Fantasy Ride came out, Sierra wanted to be a Kardashian. So if you pay attention to like the time frame and the landscape of what women were given back then, it was like Sierra, Lala, Serena Williams, Kelly Rowland, Kim. Mm-hmm. Kardashian. They were all, all friends. friends. They were always hanging out and Sierra kind of like betrayed music to be a socialite <laughs> and black people didn't But really the music was still the, there. Exactly. The music was still there giving you t- um, Tisha Campbell. I'm, <laughs> I'm, ha, ha, I'm, I'm still here, here, here. I be doing the choreography every time I sing that song. But no, Sierra music didn't fail at the time. But she was just picking wrong single choices. Right. We talked about this on the last episode. Y'all know. I actually feel deja vu from my ramble. But I'm not mad at it. Sierra and Russell look great together. Dude. (laughs) And she upgraded his fashions just like she upgraded Future's fashions. Future, have you seen his tweets as of late? He's spiraling. He's spiraling. His baby mom, what's her name? Brittany needs to come get him. Like, he is tweeting... Manically. Is it pretty? I thought that, sh- that sh- the Brow House old baby mother was um, his mm. new baby mother. No, I'm talking about the baby mom that he been back and forth with. Well, he got to. It's hard for me to keep the up The one that's been back and forth since we was in college. That's too much. That girl. Back like, when he was that, getting racks on racks on racks. That like hey. sometimes he posts her on his Instagram. Like that's his baby mom he always go back to. Hmm. Her name Brittany, I think. The real pretty. She kind of, she looked like Don, Jessica Don without. Jessica Don is pretty. Out. But she she give she got Jessica Dime aesthetic. Okay, so she looked like she could be a Monica family. Right. Okay, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I like how we broke that down. Either way, we support whatever Sierra's gonna do as long as it don't sound like Jackie. Oops. And it's no shade. It's to her not mom. gonna sound like Jackie with um with Level Up as the first single. And also Paris Goebel, the girl is choreographing. Like that video is everything. The girls are dancing. I'm not mad. Bring dance back. She used to do all of those like competition dancer dances. Like when um Rihanna got the oh, this is a good segue. When Rihanna got the VMA Vanguard Award, mm-hmm. the girls that were dancing behind her were a dance team called like the Royal Something. Oh. The Royal Something. And they like not even I don't even think that they're from the States, but those are the girls in the Sierra video. Oh. And the same choreographer is doing all of the moves. Dance. She choreographed the whole video and creative directed the video. I'm into it. She said five, four. We did that already. It's fine. Well, 
Speaking <laughs> of that performance, did you ever see when Howard, shout out to Howard, had posted a <laughs> gif of the of the um the opening and she was he said he tweeted, he said the inside of the puss. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Rihanna and all of them in that pink going off. And they was like, and they was doing the where have you been Corey? Like, we was like, the inside of the puss. Howard the funniest person we know quietly. Oh, is. Say the pussy like Peach. <laughs> That's what Azalea said. My girl. Let's not talk about her. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Listen, our co-host said he's no longer information. I'm still. He texted me in the distress. I said, you're lying. She's going to drop a new song and you're going to be texting me out of your mind. I play Trisha Island once a day. I mean, hit music. Rap. Um, Speaking of the VMAs. Yes, because we did a segue. The VMAs are doing (laughs) Melissa L Dress. (laughs) Shut up. Everybody knows that we stand for Missy Elliott. The end. Who don't stand for Missy? And you don't stand for Missy again. Please block me back. I mean, look, to be fair, add me to that list. So, <laughs> Missy Elliott has been deserving of the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award since the beginning began. Right. And she still hasn't gotten it. But this year, to throw it in our face once more, they're giving it to J-Lo. Not to take anything away from Jenny from the block. That's my man. But <laughs> my son, I just think that Missy should have gotten it way before all of these motherfuckers that they keep giving it to. But also, I see what MTV is doing because they're trying to align with people artists that are drugs. coming out with stuff. So since last year, Pink had a new album coming out, they gave it to Pink. This year, J Lo has something new coming out. They're trying to give it to J Lo. I completely understand. But at the same time, MTV is washed. So just give it to who you need to give it to and bring your fan base back. Like, J-Lo winning this award is not going to get you any new viewership, MTV. Viacom, call the boy. I do PR for a living. It's fine. Like, I I I don't understand where their head is. Like, partially, I get it. There's money in album releasing and award giving at the same time. That makes sense. But on the other hand, don't nobody care. Right. So, like, J-Lo does have great videos. I'm sure that her performance is going to be impeccable. I'm not taking anything away from her. Because Mama performs. We're oh, not taking it away like from her. Shit. And the visuals be on. The visuals do be on. Like, the, even the De Niro video with Cardi B is everything. De Niro, De Niro, De Niro. If y'all don't know De Niro, that is a hit song it that nobody song. cared about but me and Muse. I mean, well, but De Niro, most De Niro, De Niro. I love that song. It's a good song. Anyway, so <laughs> J Lo don't got no bad videos, but at the same time, it's like Missy literally invented the music video. Dude. Everybody gives it to Michael Jackson, yes, but Missy took it to a level that we have never seen. We and her that was her first her first video shook mm-hmm. the table. Mm-hmm. Most people got to get real budgets first. Most people got to sell a couple records first. Some people got to be in the game for a minute to really. Missy elevate. said, "Give me a fish lens camera." And put a bag on me and watch me work. And she watch did. Watch me work. Do, 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 do. Please, everybody and their mom wanted to be in that video when it first came out. Look. The sample of all samples. And that was back when everybody used to be in each other's video because everybody was friends. Yep, everybody. You had Lil Kim in the video. You had Toto in the video. All the dykes. You had Debrat. Sorry, I know I can't say that. I mean, 
Not no. Not not incorrect. <laughs> Look. Um. It's so much. But like, yeah, and you know what's crazy? Even when they asked J Lo in a press interview, they were like, "Who you think should you know be up next?" Or what she said, "Definitely Missy." Missy. Because and then the thing that makes me so mad about it is every time somebody, first of all, if you don't follow Missy on Twitter, please do. It is Black History. All she do is <laughs> all she do is get background information on all her hits. Do. Um. But she be like, I need to work harder. If I work harder, they'll give it to me. Or and that's the part maybe that I need to sad. try. I need to try and be more imaginative. I'm not. My videos must not be good enough. No, and Missy. it's like Missy. Everything you do is bomb. Like first of all, y'all, Missy has not stopped. Like please clock and said, I'm better video. I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. And the remix. When them girls was wearing. Sean Bankhead, you're doing the shit out of that. First of all, let me just congratulate you. <laughs> I nominate you like Fantasia Wait a minute. Said, music. Fantasia did the shit out of I nominate you. Y'all know that song. Please slide. If you don't it. know that song, press pause on this damn podcast real quick. But make sure you come <laughs> back because. Nominate you as a song. Thanks, Candace Nelson. We love you. She wrote that. Did everything. Candace Nelson write her fingers off. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. But back to Missy for five seconds. I just think that it's sad that Missy does use Twitter as their outlet to be apologetic for not doing stuff. Because, like, you literally have paved the way for every single person that's doing it. It's giving old school, paved the way. Like, <laughs> you don't have to. You can literally do nothing else and everybody will still be trying and to catch up to you. And you've already done enough. <sighs> I like you said, people will still be trying to catch up. Ain't nobody nobody came out with a better yet. video. Nobody came out with a better video than She's a Bitch ever. Mm-mm. That's the best video of all time. What do you mean? I want to come out the water on a big ass M2. My last name is Muse. <laughs> what do you mean? That's and, what I'm going to do for my third year. And she had Lil' Kim with the Gmail... The Gmail logo before it was a Gmail uh-huh, logo. Uh-huh. And uh, what video was that? Was it no matter what people say? No, it was it was a Missy song, and it was when the Brat and and Lil Kim was like aliens or something. They had oh, sock it to me, sock it to me, and they had the Gmail logo, but it wasn't the Gmail logo. Wait, at the time. wait. Speaking of Missy, it was a poll that my friend Daryl put up on not Instagram on Twitter the other day, and it was like, "What's Missy's best song off her first album?" And it was like, "This is a hard question." It was like, "Sock it to me, beat me nine one one." Hit him with the heat, and I can't. It's super duper fly. I can't stand the rain. I'm always gonna say beat me nine one one because Mila was screaming our ear, our ears to blood. <laughs> but the thing is, the wrong songs weren't picked because Friendly Skies is my all. Oh, Friendly Skies. Friendly is Skies everything. is my all. But you know, everybody don't know Friendly. Like I feel like people don't really know the cuts. You get what I'm saying? Well, you know, I'm a cut specialist, so. Uh, I be trying to let the people know Friendly Skies Look, is where me I like end Jennifer, up again. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that gift for Jennifer for basketball wise with her and Royce be having. Wait, Royce been on the internet recently and I can't with her. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Missy. I don't care. I know you don't care. Sing B. <laughs> anyway, Missy, you, you deserve. You know what I was about to say when you said go envious. Oh, when she was going off, when it was like the memes was like, um, "Can you stop playing for five seconds?" And she was like huh, dancing like shit. And that crown royal bag. <laughs> she do look like the crown royal bag. No, what I was gonna Your say when she was like, "I can do right anything, anything, anything." <laughs> Y'all had to see Beyonce. I don't know what scene the girl was in. Of all. But they did nice. And mama said, because I'm nice. <laughs> I can do anything. 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 
anything. Crazy person. When I tell you, Beyonce is on some other shit. This tour is the most fun she ever had in her life. I would have fun too if I had no new music. It's the one and two. She's not on the docket. Let's not talk about like it. she's really chilling because it's not like she had to learn newography or nothing. I'm I would be having fun too, and that's not a read. Upset. I'm just saying, like, if I wouldn't have to give y'all no new choreo, if I don't got to give y'all no new vocals, I'll be chilling having the best time of my life. Are we All kidding? Right. That's enough. Sorry, Muse mad because right. she did three seconds of uh, ain't, <laughs> ain't shit, shit. <laughs> and said goodbye, DC. No, so she Mama snooshed it to Philly and said, let me get Philly ain't Black shit, effect, ain't black shit, effect. nice. I was she, pissed. Listen, the city of Philadelphia threw soda and hot dogs at her in the year 2001. So and she'll never forget it. She don't look, but my whole she thing don't want to step on no toes. Beyonce and Jay-Z released their motherfucking tickets and they said, we're going to do a Saturday show at FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland. Slash Largo, the slash Bowie, slash I don't really understand PG County, so I'll be confused. <laughs> but it's on Landover Road, so I'm going to say Landover, <laughs> Maryland. They did the Saturday show, but then it sold out so fast that they added a Friday show. Okay, so to be fair... I get it. You need to book the seats because you oversold. Cool. I'm cool with that. But Are don't jip the Saturday people because we got our tickets first. first. So Friday, they had Backyard come out with DJ Khaled. They had fucking King Combs come out. Everybody know that they like that song for the summer feature of Chris Brown. Oh, I was mad as shit. Chloe and Halle performed. We got there while Chloe and Halle was performing on Saturday. And then after that, Beyonce came out. The we didn't Pretty get Birds. It's Baby Bird, and no. You know. You know the song I like. <laughs> I mean, because swab it to the next hot topic, Travis Scott produced that. Dude. I'm just going to say I'm mad. Yes. I'm just going to say I'm upset that Beyonce and Jay-Z are, like, picking and choosing whatever they want to do for whatever city. And I'm not, it's not a foreign concept. They do do that all the time. But I just expected a little bit, um... Something else. Like, I thought that we was going to get at least one new song because... They've been giving it to every other city. I don't know if somebody in D.C. did something bad to Beyonce. She don't really fuck with us. I don't know what it is. But something went down with the get down, and I don't like it. But yes, the next hot topic is all the new music that's coming out. And we can start with Travis Scott, because I'm not listening to nothing else for the next three weeks. It's fine. Fuck the club up. Hey, fuck the club up, bitch. Fuck the club up. Ow, fuck the club up. Between fucking no bystanders and stop trying to be God, I don't need to listen to anything else. You also made a really good point about this album. There's not one Travis Scott album that has ever come out that I didn't request the instrumentals for. I want all of them. I could do a modern piece off of Stop Trying to Be God right here in this ground. <laughs> could. Right now. Right with Stevie Wonder be going bananas on, on the his harmonica. harmonica. <sighs> I just want to give a special shout out to Stop Trying to Be God because at the very beginning, that is um, Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind & Fire and Kid Cudi singing together as a unit, as a family. And then at the very end is James Blake, who is like the new Travis Barker for black people. <laughs> Y'all know when black people want to seem like they're cool and they're hip and they're alternative, they fuck with a white person. Well, that white James person Blake is, is now James Blake, which is late. But he sounds so good on that song. And in my heart of hearts, I believe that out of all the music that, all the features that, that um, James has had, I don't think anybody really listens to his music for real mm -hmm. and, has, and has listened from the start, besides Travis. Oh, sing, James. Like, I feel like Travis had the CMYK album, which is his first <laughs> album. For anybody that is not a James stan, I'm a stan, mother's always information, hasn't missed a tour, 
James ever. Blake is everything. every time he's in New York. Mama's in the in the function, booked. Hey, um, how was the function? And then, <laughs> but then at the very end, he has James Blake singing over top of Stevie Wonder. And y'all also know that every time that Stevie Wonder taps his keys or fucking blows into that harmonica on a rap song, that it's epic. Because I know y'all remember um, that song he did with Drake on the Take Care album. The real was it? It was either the real her or doing something. It was a good song. I like. I don't remember that, but I do love that album. So I don't know why <laughs> I, don't I don't remember that. Um, but okay, so I'm about to tell you a song. It was. First of all. Travis kicked the door in from original. Like, the very first song had me shook and booked. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Yosemite because song. he was just chilling on that song. And that joint is twacking. Also, can't say. Can't say. Scream. I don't know who that boy is. That, I think that it's Belly. Like, I think it's Belly. I don't know none of these young people. I'm an old person now. Mama, oh I can't keep I can't keep abreast of little pump, little chicken, little... little Box braid. I don't not know. little chicken. I'm dead. Not little box braid. Whoever. I don't know none of these little boys. And all of them look dirty. So they not. To cute, be fair, so. I was talking about this the other day, and I think that you chimed in on it. Out of all of the new people, I do appreciate Gold Link a lot. Also, hometown hero because he's from like DC, Maryland area. Um, but he don't sound like nobody else, and I appreciate that. And he don't look like nobody he else. He sound like our co-host when our co-host rap. All right. Well. Um. Anyway, so. <laughs> You know, I just stand up for the Doing people. It Wrong is the song with um, Stevie oh, Wonder and, and Drake. Yeah. Let me go revisit because I do love that album. Um, <laughs> but I will say the one thing about this album, even though I love it to death, That's haven't turned it off since 7 a.m. on Friday, the lyrical quality is not as high as Birds, and, Birds and as high, definitely not as high as Rodeo. So I I agree with that, but I think that Travis Scott's strength lies in his production. Right. I do think that. And he's what flowing. I love is this whole album isn't Mike Dean's. I feel like he's always leaned on Mike Dean very heavily. Uh-huh. If you look at the credits, he has a lot of like other producers. He got Thundercat on here. I'm into it. And that's where I had to clock in. <laughs> I said, oh, 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 the cat is is in the building. The cat is in the hat, baby. <laughs> It's given, because I think that he has production Yo, credits I just on. choked on my damn wine. <laughs> I won't tell y'all bottom. what we drinking because they ain't paying us to talk about it. Look, Hello? Ain't, but what you will know is it's going to be the base of my sangria, so don't come to my function unless you want to get twisted. For booking, the site <laughs> at gmail.com if y'all want us to promote y'all business, but it is a coin involved. Hashtag muse the mixologist. The children don't work for free. <laughs> Hashtag sponsorships. Hashtag ad. Listen, I graduated from Clark Atlanta School of Business, babe. Find a way or make one. Culture Hello. for service. And I'm only talking chat. <laughs> we know how to write invoices. Hello. Do, will, huh. have, huh. are. <laughs> Look, am I waiting for any to come through? No. Um, ah! But yeah, so Travis, I'm going to I'm going to say I love the album. Dude. I love Travis. It kills me that um, he's not shooting my club up currently. Oh, God. But, you know, him and Kylie will fall apart eventually. And he, me, him, and Tyler will be able to cohabitate as a couple. You want to be polyamorous with them? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Are we kidding? <laughs> I, need to be in a, absolutely. I need to be in a relationship with Tyler... Travis and that boy from horror at the same time. Not that boy from horror. I'm dead, but I get it. All three of them need to be my boyfriends. 
at the same time. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's going to take a turn. They all live in California, so should I move? Look, it's given by coastal living. I didn't move to D.C. for no reason. They all got money. Fly me out. All we got a y'all. hub look, here, look, look. and we can have a hub there. Look, all three of y'all, <laughs> fly me out. Because we all go together. All of us. <laughs> that on, means, all of us? That means y'all have to make out with each other, All of too. us was a show. Remember? Ooh, now that is something that I could get into. Oh, my God. Because you imagine all... Are you kidding? Wow. I would give them at least $20 I mean, to make out in front of me. 20 Please, I'll get in my savings account. I'm sorry. I work at a museum, children. I can't be giving the, the big clothes. I mean, well, okay. Also, Tyler's not opposed. So, They're black. we only have They're to convince black. the other. He's opposed. Oh. <laughs> is that something that we want to talk about? Do we need to break down the game? No, we don't. Because <laughs> you know I'll always be like, that's another story for another show. It is. <sighs> Moral of the story is if you guys want to make out in front of me, I'm available. And me. I would love it. And then we can all hook up. It's great. It's fine. I love it. I'm dead. And I, I, like I said before, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Our next hot topic slides right on into these music conferences that have been happening. Rico Love. One thing I do with what I want. What I, oh, because the conference in my vagina. Is what I'm <laughs> Four bookings. <laughs> but only if you're one of those three people. Hashtag. I'm dead. So swapping it back to some thing professional. Um, uh, <laughs> I got the opportunity to go to the We Love Music Conference. Um, Rico Love personally invited me. And it was just such a beneficial experience. I feel like I had never been in a room with so many people who were also interested in music industry and the behind the scenes aspects of everything. It's kind of like a songwriter, videographer, music journalist, creative director, A&R, singer, producer, meetup. And I loved every minute of it. First of all, it was a lot of reassurance there because everything that they were saying in the conference was everything that we've been saying for the past year on this podcast. And I was like, oh, right place, right time. Look at God. I'm into it. But at the same time, I just felt so good being around other people who are interested in the behind the scenes aspect of the music industry. And I got to listen to a lot of great speeches. Like Rico's introduction was really good. There was also a moment where we got to watch like Danger Hands produce a song right in front of our eyes. Like basically the event is you come, you listen to people speak about their experiences, how they got where they are, what you could be doing. Um, The question and answer period was even really good to me because instead of, them just allowing us to come up and ask questions, Rico Love will come down and ask a question and make people answer it. So he would like ask the questions that he wants people to ask at conferences. What was one of the the questions? Well, he was asking like basic stuff at first just to make sure that people knew what they were there for. So he was like, what does an A&R do? What, is it, what does it mean to be an A&R? And some people were just like, oh, okay, A&R means artist and repertoire. But no, that is what it stands for. But at the same time, an A&R is a person who can lock down and hone in on the, the look, feel, sound of a full body of work from a collection of music and run with that the entire time. So like you work with the artist, you're the person that's able to piece together the entire project mm-hmm. and get the right people in the room, make sure that the right message is being conveyed. You basically have an artist and they say, I want to da-da-da-da-da on this album. You're the person that makes that work, no matter what that means. So he used Diddy as an example, and he was just like, Diddy's probably one of the greatest A&Rs of all time. Who's Diddy? Puff Daddy. Oh. 
you know, Stephanie still live in 97 and she don't call Puff nothing but Puff. Sure don't. But, Me and Tiana Teller think it's 97. Oh, around. and that's fine. She still got finger waves. It's fine. She has no clue that it's 2018. Oh, she don't. She doesn't care. Nobody. Is what you don't understand. Whether the clue was found or not, she doesn't care. Her year is between 96 and 98. <laughs> and that's 97. <laughs> So he was basically saying that Diddy was one of the greatest A&Rs of all time because, like, for instance, he saw Mary J. Blige, he saw, he listened to her sing, and he was basically like, she a rapper. You singing, but you a rapper. Like, I'm going to give you the same type of swag as a rapper, mm-hmm. and you're going to make all of the girls that's in your same position feel how you feel. It made that's it make sense. The entire duration of her career Mm -hmm. so it's just like that's what we do like even though it's a digital perspective and we be doing it from like the basis of our computers but everybody should listen to us should oh wait were you talking about when you said us? i did mean i did mean yeah i did every people should hire us at the nr seriously we be right all the time and we put projects together do and we know how to write an invoice Hello. Like I said. But I just think Chris that it was... Chris Brown, you need us to whittle down your album for next time. Baby. We, we love ta- you, Brown. If you want to do your research, do your Googles, do your due diligence, you can go back to episode one, and I told you what the breakdown of Chris Brown's first, that most recent album should have been. Heartbreak on a full moon. Look. It's because of you. It's because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steph. Oh, oh. I'm going to actually play some of the audio from the conference. That way you'll get the gems that I got by listening to what Rico says and the other people on the team, things that they had to say as well. Then we'll come right back after the break. Cool? All right, cool. So as a songwriter, I should be able to show you what heartbreak feels like even if you've never experienced it. And not only show you what it feels like, affects you. You should be able to hear the lyrics of the song and say, Jesus, if I go through this, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> it should affect you so much that you said, I never saw this. I never understood this. I never, I don't understand. Okay, you have to come up with a plan and design, and you have to borrow from greatness. All right, when I say borrow from greatness, look at everyone else in a position that you want to be in and then scale back. All right? Beyonce is the goal. Kanye West is the goal. J. Cole is the goal. You know, Kendrick Lamar is the goal. Right? So I start with Kendrick. I look at Kendrick and I say, I want to get here. Now, who's the next best thing to Kendrick on this one? Then I scale back and I go back and I say, all right, I see what Nick Grant is doing. I love what he's doing. I see what Big Crick is doing. I love what he's doing. So instead of me saying, what are the steps to take to get to that level? I say, what are the steps to get to the level just below it? All right, then I'm going to scale back a little bit further, and I go to Rolling Loud, and I see a bunch of dope talent, and I say, all right, these guys don't even have records out, but everybody knows their music. So let me study and understand what they did to get it going and happen. They made people believe perception is everything. We created the devil. We already have the idea that this is who we are. Now we have to make the movie. What do I mean by make the movie? We can make the perception reality. You got 50 friends or cousins or relatives who can fill up a, a, a venue. They don't learn your song. It's on tape. I see it on Instagram. I'm like, who's that? Everybody know this song. It's cousins. It's a big game right now. <laughs> Cash money tricked us 
his subdivisions. Do you remember? He tricked us. We thought they were so rich that we made them look at this rich. Do you understand that? And, and J Mac, my man J Mac said this to me a long time ago. Juvenile slipped out and said the truth. He said, I ain't gonna lie to you like you was riding the bus. And we was like, yo. <laughs> You think they're not really rich like that? You go to the barbershop and somebody told you, yeah, this one didn't have more money. They still got money from selling drugs. We believed it. They created it for us, and we believed it. The difference was they had the debt to back it up. Now, you can make all the movies you want if you're music and shit. There's nothing to do with it. But they had the debt to back it up, and they decided that's what makes the perception so vivid that it becomes our reality. Write that down. Let's make the perception so vivid that it becomes our reality. How do I do that in my own life? Don't appreciate the time I put into this love affair yeah. of portion of the show by just <laughs> stating that it's very disheartening to see people in any type of creative space getting recognition from brands and corporations that have put a battery in their back or like enhanced some type of machine behind them and then with that newfound enhancement or machinery they just steal other people's ideas. I don't think that it's in good merit or in good... Taste? Ta oh, I love a taste. I don't think that it's in good taste. It's actually in terrible taste to squander efforts of people that you know and of people that you 
have reached out to and or have been associated with in any capacity and basically using what they what their ideas are and their intellectual property to benefit on your own based on this newfound machinery. I think it's weird because it's like you could just incorporate those people or you could just go to the brands that are coming to you and say, nah, somebody's already doing that. Or if you want someone to do that, you should use this person. I can assist. I can put my name on it. I can put my face on it. We can do it together. Anything like that. I just, it's weird. People, I mean, in general, people are not that smart and very disappointing. So I get it. But at the same time, it's just like, Girl, I don't know. It's 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 deeper. <laughs> it's deeper than I'm saying, but so basically, Muse and I have always held this to be self-evident. This truth to be self-evident. <laughs> However, it got very personal for me a few days ago because yeah. um. Anybody that knows me in real life or follows me on social media knows that for the last four years, I've been running the world's only Mm -hmm. R&B trivia night. Um, And it was brought to my attention a few days ago that there was an R&B trivia night being put together uh, by a DJ I'm unfamiliar with, but the DJ is in the same circle as the DJ that I do R&B trivia with. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's being hosted by somebody that has come to our R&B trivia night before. Mm-hmm. And it's being sponsored by Afropunk and Tastemakers Africa, who are two organizations that I've reached out to before to partner with over the years that have not seen it mm-hmm. for me, for R&B trivia, for 1245 or anybody that's associated with our party. Um, and it was just very shocking <laughs> to see to say the least um that this black man who be talking about black queen black queen black women over breathing and all that would stop our bag for his own benefit because mm-hmm. it's like you know i throw an r&b trivia night though nobody throw another r&b trivia night but me and you decide to not be a real one and say, I know a girl that already does this. Y'all should partner with her. Or, you know, and you can still host a party. Like, it still don't have to stop. It doesn't, my thing is, it doesn't have to affect or stop your bag to, to give people their due, to mm-hmm. give people their props. Like, me and Jordan, a.k.a. Very Advanced, started R&B Trivia with, like, nothing. Like, he and I ain't even have... I don't think we even had like 500 followers when we started that party. We didn't have nobody but our friends. You know what I'm saying? When that thing started. And so to have somebody who has such a big platform come on and kind of like swerve and swoop into our lane is just so crazy. Especially because nobody knows who we are. Like, I'm purposely a very low-key person. I get it. I be wanting my shit to pop, but I also know that I also don't schmooze and I don't network. So, I know nobody knows who I am. But I know he knows who I am because he's been mm-hmm. to my party. Mm-hmm. So, I know that he knows my party exists. And so, it's just trash, actually. <laughs> and, like, anybody that knows me in real life, I have issues with getting with anger. Like, I don't know how to get angry. I don't get upset. I've never cursed nobody out in my life. 
I just more so be like, oh, that's corny. Mm-hmm. And then I start talking about Tanashi and I be like, I move on. <laughs> um, Fair, because so that's, I've seen it. Yeah, like, I don't get angry, and which means I'll probably be a serial killer later in life, so watch Not out, child. America. Because <laughs> I really don't get angry. Like, you can call me a dumb bitch, and I'll be like, oh, okay. And then I'll be like, did you see that new Rihanna uh, photo right. shoot? I, new I be, Rihanna on track. <laughs> I be moving on, because I just... I don't have the um, I don't have the energy or the personality to get upset. Like I can only be annoyed or excited. That's the only and I actually that's not us a lot. I never get excited about anything. I'm only can be annoyed and happy that something happened. I was about to say because you definitely give like a oh when vocalists happen. So but then when they stop doing runs, I'll be back to normal like nothing ever happened. Yeah, we're so to the I don't get excited. I just be happy that things happen that I that I want to happen, and then I be annoyed. Those are my only two emotions that I know how to express. So if anyone has a therapist, they wanna <laughs> send me to feel free to suggest. I don't have insurance. I know so. how to get you a discount code for Talkspace, so we can work on that. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's more of the story, and I just feel like you know. And this comes down to a lot of things. Like, there's been times exactly. back when I was trying to, when I was in my freelance writer bag, when a story would be, somebody would send me, like, hey, can you write this story? And I would legit say, I know somebody that could write it better than me. Mm-hmm. And I would literally give the editor that person's contact information because I know that I could do it, but I know that somebody could do it way better. And I'm not corny enough to squander somebody's opportunity. Yeah. Like, that's some bitch shit. Like, you so pressed, you want to hold on to your stuff, you want to not share, not give, and, and things, if you know somebody else could do it better, like, why not, you know, offer that person opportunity to get, like, a little couple dollars, like, it's yeah. just, It's weird because, like, in this specific situation, the people involved, I just, I had a different level of respect for them. And I know they don't know who I am, but it was just, like, a different, like, you know, oh, cool, I see what you're doing, I respect that, I think that that's great, I'm interested in that, I'll support but then for it to be like this, I was just like, oh, so you don't even have the type of integrity that I thought you did. And it's like, I wouldn't have treated the situation like that if it was me. So it made me look at everybody a little bit differently. But it's deeper than just a party being snatched or a theme being snatched. It's also like, and we've talked about this on the show before too, just the people who get the machine behind them, the battery in their back, the opportunity as far as big level stuff, more visibility type stuff, the frequency and the reach, they all be whack. And it's just like, mm-hmm. y'all are the loudest, but y'all mm-hmm. also be the wrongest. So it's, it's not even, his, it's just a lot. His, nothing about his brand is Afropunk. I moved to New York in 2007. I went to my very first Afropunk in 2008. I was the first black girl to do a lot of alternative shit in my high school. I was the first black girl to do a lot of alternative shit at our college. Like, mm-hmm. Afropunk is who I am as a person. Like, and I've always been that person. And so, you know, I do work with them professionally through my job. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, it's, it's shade. Um, <laughs> but, um, and I I don't care. Like, nobody, none of them are going to beat my ass. Mm-hmm. So, I will... Glad you don't have to edit this out at all. Um, so to me, it's just like everybody is a clout chaser, and nobody actually cares about who is really in these communities. And that's yes. what it, that's what it's really about. It's like that's my main light up. Like this, it's just crazy to me. It's I just feel like like even 
even from a writing perspective, the people who are helming the name of everything black and what it means to be in the black diaspora right now and woke this and woke that, I just feel like they aren't even necessarily the people who grew up in the spaces that they are trying to cultivate. Mm -hmm. I don't even think that they're the people who grew up in the spaces that they are trying to push. So it's just like, can y'all talk to somebody who grew up in the hood? Like, can y'all talk to somebody who actually like lived the life that y'all are just now learning is cool to live? Mm-hmm. Like, that is my biggest beef. With and they're it. not making space. And I'm not a beef. They're either. not making space, and that's the thing. It's like all the black people that have platforms have the, that have the opportunity to say, like, yo, I don't have the the range to talk about Hashtag. box braids. You need to hit up. Shaquayla, exactly. who began box braids since she was seven. And the thing is, because people don't want to lose their platform. And it's like, if one wins, we all win. Like, mm-hmm. nothing is a competition. And that's how everybody is seeing it. And it's so whack. And it's so corny. And it's just like, yo, you really hashtag for the culture. For the culture means that you're going to put other people on. Because it's you, a culture. It's not just exactly, you. Exactly. It's not just you. Like, this is a community. And the way community works is that we all uplift each other. And also being self-aware to know, like, I'm not the best fit for this. Mm-hmm. But I know somebody that is. Like, yo, there's been so many times. And that's professionalism. People have, people have asked me, like, yo, do you know, like, do y'all have, like, uh, okay, recently somebody was like, oh, we're having an event at my job. And somebody's like, oh, we need a DJ. And I'm like, oh, I know somebody. And I immediately sent her information. Like, I don't know if they called her or whatever. Mm. But my thing is, like, if I can have any opportunity to put somebody on that I know that's working on this particular thing, I'm always going to put them on. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody and it's, just and doesn't it's not have that doing nothing to though. me to put somebody else on. Like, what is it to you? Right. And it's not like you're giving a handout. Because if people have been working, it's not a handout. Right. And, and me, Jordan, Erica... Nikki, Corey, uh, Corey S. We've been working on this party for four years. Four of them. Mm-hmm. You know? And it just be stressful to me that it's like, for us to get 20 people is like a a big fucking night for us. Mm-hmm. You know? But there the is... The parties be lit. I've been a couple times. I'm it's lit. Saying, the best DJ out. The I'm best people saying, out. I'm just saying. I just don't see it being as authentic coming from the space that no, I know it's, it's coming not. from. But what I was real quick, what, just, real quick, what I was gonna say was like, you know, for us, it's like it'd be a stretch for us to get twenty people to come to our event. We've been doing for four years, but I know his shit is gonna sell out, and ours is free. Mm-hmm. And I know that there, people are gonna buy tickets, and his thing is gonna sell out when it's our idea. And this isn't the first time that somebody has stolen my idea and has been able to ascend. There's this other party, this DJ, I saw him out somewhere, because I try to go out to, like, see DJs that we can book to um to guest spin at R&B Trivia, and I emailed this guy, I was like, yo, like, I really enjoyed your set at such such a party, like, I have an R&B night, I would love for you to come and guest DJ. A month later on Instagram, he starts a monthly R&B party, and they've gotten so big that they had it at SOBs one night. Hmm. And I'm like, I can't even, I can't even get more than twenty people on a regular night. But y'all can fill up a whole venue off of my, my idea. Shit. This is my shit. You know what I mean? And like, and that's a blatant thievery. 
blatant because nobody was doing R&B parties before us. Nobody. We were the first people in New York in 2014 to do R- strictly R&B parties. And if y'all have never been, the parties do be super duper lit. Like, it's like, what artist did Mary J. Blige write and co-write with for da-da-da-da-da in 2009? Like, it be the most intense question. And let me tell you, we're real R&B heads. We were playing LMA's Boot Up in 2016. When it came out. We played it in 2016. When it came out, I'm saying it again because y'all think it's a new song. And it just became a hit song in 2018. Like, I'm telling you, like, we're official. And it's just very, like, frustrating that people who are not as astute as us, Come on, who aren't astute. as much in the community as us, Come on, community. are able to just blow up. Like, I mean, there's a situation where this girl, I had started Year of the Real Black Girl, and which oh, was like a web series. We're going there. We were doing meetups. Um, and the meetups were really, and it was a Press me to get more than 10 people to come to a meetup. It would be a press to get people to even watch our web series. And there was this girl who was like, oh, I'm such a fan. I'm such a fan. Next thing I know, she starts a thing, a project, the exact same thing as You're the Real Black Girl. This girl's been in Refinery. She's been in Vogue. She has events all over the country. And it's like, off of my, like, and also, I should also mention that this girl lived in my house, too. Like, she was interning in New York, and I was a good person because people allowed me to live in their house for free when I was an intern in New York. So pay I allowed her, exactly, I paid it forward, and I allowed her to live in my house as an intern. And then what she did was she turned, she took my idea and was able to be in Vogue mm-hmm. with my idea. You know what I'm no saying? Mention, no mention, your name wasn't in the credits. No shout outs, no nothing. And like you know, and it and it's like it's the third time this has happened to me, and it's really crazy. And it's like I'm not a creative. That's not my lot in life, regardless of what people that think they know me like. Whatever. I love a nine to five corporate job. I'm a. I was went to B school for a reason. I wanted to get my MBA for a reason. Like I am a a a fucking office bitch. Like I love that <laughs> shit. I love working in the office. I love corporate America. I love benefits. I love security. I'm dead for a one k. I love a 401k. I'm dead Blue Cross Blue Shield. I love a retirement plan. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Fidelity. I love never having to write an invoice and still getting my coin. I love it. I just don't like wearing work clothes. Ooh, I hate it. But you don't have to wear work clothes at work no more. Exactly. But I'm but I'm I just, go to work in Adidas track pants. I'm just saying. Like anywhere that I can work that's corporate, I don't gotta wear work clothes. I love it. Like that is that is my life. That like Creative stuff isn't my lifeblood, but at the same time, I put work into it. Mm-hmm. And so, that makes sense. anything I put work into, I want to return. Again, I'm a business person. So, if I put invest, I want to return. That ROI is very important to me. And seeing other people reap benefits of my hard work is just crazy. But just on like an even more shallow scale so people can relate, because I don't want it to sound like we're like whining or anything like that. I'm just we awesome. I feel like. <laughs> Not turning into your grandma. I feel like, so say you think that you're the flyest nigga out, and then you posting all of these pictures of yourself being fly, do da do da da da, and then you see this other nigga who don't dress as good as you got a sponsorship with like this clothing line that you really like on Instagram or something like that. It's really just the exact same thing. Like, you have been authentic to yourself, like you doing what you do, and this is your shit. And it's your name behind it, and it's you. But then someone else comes along 
and they have a little bit more of so they're like a an actual influencer as opposed to like a micro influencer who the engagement lies with the micro influencers. Mm -hmm. The micro influencers say you have like five thousand followers. Those five thousand followers are into you whatever it is that you provide whether it's just like you a cute nigga and you got cute <laughs> niggas on your line it could just be that serious and that simple that's what people are coming to you that's why they engage with you say it's somebody who got fifty thousand followers and they only getting like 72 likes no right them five thousand followers that follow you definitely gonna give you 10 percent of them likes it's gonna give you 500 to 700 likes <laughs> From that uh -huh. 5,000 following. Whereas the person who got 50K likes, they probably going to get like 100 likes. And it's like, there's a disconnect there. Right. And this is, I'm just being like a mathematician and a PR nerd and like a marketing joint <laughs> real quick to uh -huh. like level set with the audience. Uh -huh. But this is the exact same thing. This party is something that they have been like doing and it's lit. Even though the turnout is very much so, very much so. But then there's a so All the people new... that come really be our friends, our personal friends. But also, we thought that about this show. We thought it was just going to be, like, our friends. And it's been lit. Like, we also need to do, like, a thank you to the fucking followers and to oh, the Oh, no, the, the end of the episode, we should oh, definitely yeah, for do sure. an official because, like, thank you. Because, like, y'all are lit. So, but it, it's the same idea. Like, I think that it'll definitely reap what it's supposed to reap. But it's, in my mind, watching it happen, it's in bad taste for those people who do have a little bit more of a push behind mm -hmm. them to just take what they have seen because they wouldn't like that if somebody on an even bigger scale than them was doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, Beyonce get called out all the time anytime that she do anything that's inspired by somebody else. Mm -hmm. So, don't be Beyonce in those bad moments. Mm -hmm. I just think that that's whack as shit. And it's like, y'all can't... Like, nothing, I was about to go off onto a tangent. Like, y'all can't dress. Y'all not cute. Y'all not tired. But uh -huh. I don't want to do she that. She can't get none of this. She can't have none of this. <laughs> and she is body-less. <laughs> but basically that, like, I feel like... The cool people who have been cool a whole life or at least tapped into a set of cool early on are I've still... I've literally been cool and fine since I was six. All right. I'm just saying. I know you're not wrong, but, like, we can't say stuff like that about ourselves. Oh, I'm going to say it. Because it's a fact. <laughs> Look, self-confidence, self-esteem. nobody has agreed. Like, nobody agrees with me. Like, I mean, straight girls thought I was cool starting around, like, 28. But I've literally been... Sickening, so I was sick. <laughs> like I literally could have been unable to you deal been with what? myself. You been sickening. <laughs> I've been unable to deal with myself since I was six. I looked in the mirror in second you grade. You had a case of the CT of yourself. Of my, I was in sixth, second grade. I said, "Girl, <laughs> you are shaking your old table, and you're sick. Go off." She's waving a furious finger at herself in the mirror, and I hate her for I've it. I've literally been beat out the frame my whole life. Like, and I and I sometimes I'd be like shocked, like, damn bitch, you really been fine. Like, I've never had an awkward stage, even though nobody fucked with me. Everybody thought I was fat, and everybody thought I was ugly. I've literally been fine to myself since I was six. I'm um. I'm from D.C., so, like, I just can't even with this conversation because, like, we're all cocky. So, I'm just going to lay that to rest. It's fine. I get it. I think very great things about myself as well. I don't want to list them because it's too much. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's like when I went to go see Prince, and he was like, man, I got too many hits. I got too many hits. And Prince is my dad. And then he so. would start a new song, and he'd be like, y'all, it's crazy. I got too many hits. And I'd start laughing. I was like... Not wrong. I love when people big themselves Not up and no. they're right. Like, it would be different if you were wrong. 
But you're right. I get it. I was like, not no. Not no. And that was like 2009, and I was already saying not no. <laughs> Shout out to Andre for bringing it into my life. The wow. le- bringing it to our lexicon. Ooh, love a lexicon. But I just, you know, just to kind of wrap the conversation up, I also think it's very- It's lame as hell. And I think that- She ain't say nothing wrong. <laughs> it's fine. I think that also, and I'm not trying to make it personal, but I think it's just in general Ooh, for, for even the people that we- Baby, 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 baby. See, see, you singing Monica personal. I was ready to sing Kalani's personal. Don't take it personal, personal, personal. I mean, Tanaji, always on my mind. Always on your mind. Kalani did the shit out of that album. And personal is one of the best songs on that album. But anyway, just to (laughs) wrap it up, and I think this just not just goes for me, but this goes for all the girls that we love that nobody likes. It's very... And by girls, she means girls and guys. Girls, like <laughs> like musicians that nobody is obsessed with, but like oh, we're our group talk about chat. Them very soon. Um, and 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 personally, for me, I think that me and other folks can't ascend because we don't have a certain give, a certain look, and I think that it's lame that like you have to have now. Na- you gotta wear your hair natural. You gotta have these long ass Instagram captions that's woke as fuck. And that's in my order issue. for people to care about you. And it's like, listen, I want to be myself. I've I've known who I was since I was a child. Like I've yes. been, I've any ask anybody that's known me. I've been the same person my entire and life. And I think that that is a I've never changed. And I think that I never thought that being yourself would be a disadvantage. I think that that is the disadvantage. And it has become a disadvantage if you're not the right kind of person because mm-hmm. even. Like like how everybody loves Solange now, right? But when Solange was Halley Street Dream Solange, people were not fucking with her. And I was confused why they weren't fucking with her because would have been the one one of the top singles of her career. Of her whole entire career. Um, nothing ever seems to fucking work. Are we kidding? Look, let's talk about true. Wow. I, I'm still I'm still stuck on crush. Honestly, Let's talk about Crush. Crush is my favorite Solange song, and none of y'all was fucking with her because she was dressing like Indy Irene had red. Uh, box uh red micros micros you know wow. so it's even like solange had to become a whole new person for y'all to even take her seriously even though she's been her. being herself this Ex- entire time it's the same thing people and the people just want somebody that's gonna be uplifting and whatever like i see it with um the girl nikisha brunson that's uh-huh. one of the um she's one of the I, with those twins Urban Bush babes, and she uh-huh. recently got a divorce, and now she moved to LA, and she be on Instagram popping pussy and shit, and all her followers <laughs> are mad at her, and they're like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you popping pussy? Why are you drinking Hennessy?" And she, and the, the whole thing like, is, like, let she, me live. She's been natural hair, natural herbal, whatever, uplifting, wise words, crystals, goddess for y'all. But now she wants to live her life for her, and now she's being her, and now people are tearing her down. It's like that's wild as shit. We can't be like it's just very weird to me that the only representation of blackness y'all want to see is some wokey woke, and this is unfair because blackness exists in so many different ways, and it doesn't mean that it's not black or it's not excellent or it's not whatever just because it's not nat- it's rooted in some in some natural shit. Like first of all. I'm more Afrocentric and Pan-African than all these bitches. And I haven't worn my... I have never had a perm in my... Well, I had a perm for like two months. 
And outside, I've always worn my hair natural. Like, I've done all of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but I haven't worn my hair natural in years because I knew what happens when you wear your hair natural and expectations that people put on you. And I didn't want that because I know that I'm problematic and I like being problematic. It's that, fun. Because that makes me a human being. Right. And if that means that people don't want to come to my trivia night, people don't want to read the blog or people don't want to, you know... Back when, back when I had a traveling, a travel service, Website, yeah. nobody wanted to fuck with my travel service all because I wasn't being a whole, a, 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 a herbal crystal bruja. And it's like, <laughs> and again, like I said, I don't want this to be us being Tinashe versus the nobody can make it in this world except for Rihanna and Beyonce, because that's not true. And it's I not. don't fuck with her on that basis of her even saying that. But at the same time, I do see a very strong and significant disconnect in the people that the bulk of us think are actually cool and the people who actually make it for being quote unquote cool. It's not the same people. It don't be the same. And that's mm-hmm. that's really just it. Like, the end. <laughs> Period. Look, what Risha say? Period. Period. Free JT. We're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so should we have a little commercial break and calm ourselves down before I love we do break. our size? I love a break. All right. That's cute. We can do that. Say all that to say, y'all need to support us outside of the podcast. And we do appreciate your podcast support, but I mean, I don't do nothing no more because the world <sighs> don't deserve my talents and my gifts. <laughs> so all y'all gonna get is this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> The blog is gone. Can't even find no articles. Stephanie didn't put 404 forbidden every time you come okay. to any link of hers. The travel, the travel site is gone. The film club is gone. The black women's social circle is gone. But, you know, y'all can find Meanwhile, me. you can find me on um, like <laughs> <laughs> the man the Y'all can follow my Insta, my, my, my Finsta. I just started a Finsta. I'm so weary about Finstas. I love Finsta. I just feel like I thought that it was a whole different app at one point, and that made me weary of. <laughs> like, I don't want another app. Like, I don't no, need anything No, it's else. just you have a page that, like, everybody don't know you have. Mm. You know I give a secretive tea. And, like, and, nobody knows my life. I, and and mm, on that note, I'm a private person, but, like, my Instagram is open. It's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need a Finsta as well. Because my Finsta is open. I just don't want to deal with two explore pages. Got it. Because <laughs> it's going to be trash. Exactly. Like, and I feel like one going to be worse than the other. See, mine isn't. My, my, my Finsta um, Discover page is all plants. Mm. <laughs> it's like plants and white women's interior Hashtag design. turn up your brightness. Shout out to Daryl Hargrove. <laughs> Tell us about that. Because, you know, I keep my brightness on the very bottom of the <laughs> spectrum. I have a friend who's been doing a very like influential floral campaign. We could talk about it. Oh, okay, nice. I love I love florals. He also we talk about floral. Shout out to Marvin Edwards events by Marvin Edwards Florist. I love Black plugging Florist the to the stars. That's a hashtag plug the people. Hashtag baby Aga, we love you. It's so funny that we call him that. And he answers. <laughs> Commercial break. Right, we were supposed to break a long time ago. <laughs> Boy, I trust you and all, but I've been here before you. 
Because y'all ghetto. My, oh, <laughs> Muse always saying me and my mom is ghetto, and I just really feel as though. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I had a conversation with my homegirls about the difference between hood and ghetto <laughs> the other day. Because I'm not hood. I'm not but hood. But I'm ghetto. But I'm definitely ghetto. It's fine. <laughs> so, like, she was like, no, Muse, I think that you would be more so hood. And I was like, I don't carry a gun. Right, you not hood, like... No shade. No, seriously. It's hood. hood. <laughs> but you just ghetto. Like, hood is like, your Instagram is not all your dear friends. No. Like, like our exactly. like our family members, both of us have family members on Instagram who go on Instagram, hood. be they selfies, and it be like, damn, Shafiq, I can't believe it. I just seen you yesterday. Oh, my God. They taking all my young ones out too early. Right. That's their paradise king. And I just be like, girl, what? Oh and my- it be people I know, and I'm just be like, why are your friends dead? Right. Bye, Uzi. That's not cute. It's not okay. Stop That's it. That's hood. But we not hood. We like, just are products of our environment and we know how to tap in and tap out. I have an education, but at the same time, when I get home and I'm talking to my family, I talk exactly like this and I sound insanity game. The fuck? I mean, I was eating chicken wings walking down the street. Was, so. and I was walking beside you <laughs> down Georgia Avenue. It's fine. And we don't use mallets to eat crabs. A mallet to eat a crab. First of all, I am from D.C. If you see me eating a crab and it's not all the way in my mouth and I'm not cracking them knuckles open. Listen, I eat crabs like I eat sunflower seeds. Like, you put the whole thing in your mouth, you spit <laughs> out what don't matter, and you eat what do. <laughs> Hello? Not no. Not no. Not 
fucking know. That's exactly how you But I'm not ghetto. I'm actually very classy. You know, I grew up with W.E. Du Bois nieces. I used to have play dates with them. Like, sorry. Hashtag very rich. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. She's not ghetto. Yeah, I'm, ignoring I'm not ghetto. You. I'm just from Philadelphia. Uh, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got stressed. That made me laugh. To the... <laughs> I'm not getting a lot from Philly. You had to fuck. Look, an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> a juxtaposition. <laughs> That's like me saying, I grew up in Southeast, but I don't know what the hood looked like. <laughs> Bye. The fuck? I grew up by, beside Simple City. Are you serious? I don't know what that is. It's by okay. the people who listen to do, and it's hood. Out. <laughs> I feel like DC is like it's pockets of nice. So if you grew up in DC, grew up in DC. I lived on a street that was occupied by all elder folk, all old people nice. my entire life. I love but if it. I went a block up the fucking road, it was gang bang, shoot 'em up, bang bang. <laughs> and that's fine. It's what it is. I was lucky. I live on the other side of the shirt boat. It's fine. Listen, you know, Jackie told me she had to raise me in the hood so I wouldn't be bougie. And I was like, girl, that is trash. Like, <laughs> how you got the money to, to move me to the suburbs and you got me living in Logan, girl? I actually should fight my mom. We wasn't even going to talk about it, but I don't mind that methodology because my people mom be... took me out of an all black private school to send me to a, a um, public school that was in the same neighborhood as, like, hood Puerto Ricans and white heroin addicts. And I was just Oh, wait. I don't have time for that. I used to have to wait for the bus while this heroin-addicted prostitute would be selling her wares. Come on, wares. At the bus stop. Call it Mary Ware. Come on, a school, <laughs> a building. <laughs> a building. My mom was like, I don't want you to be up and eating no high cotton. I was like, girl, you had to send me to this school, <laughs> this neighborhood, girl. But at least she did that instead of like what the celebs do and put their school in, put their kids in all white environments and then they don't know how black they are for real. That's true. That's something that a lot of people suffer from. And those people that we lit up on the previous segment, they are sometimes products of that. Like they are just now tapping into their blackness and their voices are so boisterous and loud because this like new to them. Mm -hmm. Whereas we. Grew up black as shit. Like, it's fine. But I also want to clarify that being blackness don't necessarily mean ghetto. Like, because... Not at all. Not at all. The ghettoest people I know are Cambodians. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in a black and Cambodian neighborhood, and the black people, we be like, oh, y'all ghetto. I don't want to talk about this anymore. They are, like, they hood and they ghetto, like... Listen, my first... My first crush in high school... Combination fried rice. my first crush in high school was Cambodian, and shout out to him having life in prison. Whoa, come on, Orange is a New Black. Listen, we tried, we did the high school reunion, and we was trying to track everybody down. No, listen, we tried to track everybody down, so could be on the email list or be in a Facebook group. Baby, we Googled <laughs> my high school, my very first high school crush name, that thing. Double homicide. He killed his mom friends. Oh, no. I get wonder up. what they did to her because they had to do something against her. He didn't her. do nothing. He was like, let me get a couple hundred dollars. And it was like, no. And he was like, oh, all right. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm sorry I laughed. And oh, now he in jail for life. We got completely off topic. We supposed to be talking about the new music that we listened to for the size portion and also the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, the title of the show, like the people who should have made it. So who's new that's Never out? Never should have made it. 
say Junie. Oh, wait, that was the wrong part. I knew what you meant. Shoulda, shoulda made it. <laughs> well, because first of all, Shirley Ralph said <laughs> Lauren Hill wasn't having it. She said, singing won't bring home the bacon. Singing won't pay the bills. Singing. What oh. have you on the corner singing your shoulda, coulda, woulda? And that's where we got the title from. The choir and the competition is out. out. She said, you see that they're choir? You see that they're competition? They're that's out. out. <laughs> <laughs> she sat down at that fucking choir competition like she was ready to fight. <laughs> she had a flamethrower in her purse and she was ready to burn the stage down. Mama was Shirley not Ralph was it. a drag queen. Oh, hands I love down. Her. Ever since Dream Girls. You know she married to a, the senator of Pennsylvania. Of course she is. Mm-hmm. Royalty. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Ralph, give me. She gonna marry like some big and politician. Her, and her son was... The- <laughs> Shirley Ralph is a crazy I'm obsessed with her. person. And I have been since Moesha. Listen, Mo to the, if y'all love the- a drag show, please book y'all ticket for um D- Diva Simply Singing. <laughs> Tickets will be going on sale very shortly at the Dell East in Philadelphia. I'm done it's, with this It's literally a variety show hosted by Shirley Ralph. She changed her outfit 30 times. This show going to be three hours long. I cannot. It's not. Well, whatever. The people still want to listen because the people support and we oh, think. Oh, and our, our longest episode got the most views. Y'all love us. And we love y'all back. Like, the fuck? Wait, do you want to congratulate the fans first? I want to shout out Tristan in London. Ooh. I want to shout out um my girlfriend, Renee. Thanks for your support. Always commenting. I want to shout out Lizzie and Lindsay. Love the girls. Yeah, shout out to Matt. Um, not not the co-host. It's I knew a, who you meant. It's another. It's, it's Maddie. Another Matt. It's Maddie. The, no, I, it's actually a couple people who need to get edible arrangements for me because <laughs> somebody left a long, glowing review on the iTunes. Can, can you read it? Because it was. Oh really yes, let's lovely. go to it right now. Let's go to it right the fuck now. Let's go to podcasts. Because if you didn't know, we was on iTunes podcast. It's giving you all platforms. Is what you didn't know. <clears throat> the hard shot again to me. Not Easter speech. So okay, wait. The title of this is "In Love,", love and it. whoever Nylon TG is, I'm in love with love. I'm in love with love. Shout out to Musina. Musina has a song called "In Love with Love." Please fuck with Musina. She's from DC. Love a DC native. Love a Musine. Love a Nylon TG. Whoever you are, we're listening. <laughs> we're reading. We're watching. We're in for me. The title is In Love, and this person said, the hosts are actually for the culture. They're talking about music like black music lovers should. There's discussion of artistry, style, genre, etc. I'm glad that they're here. There's no pressure for an artist to be unapologetically this or that. This podcast is a little refuge. Come on, little refuge. This podcast is a little refuge from my usual heavy topic listening and I learned so much about the art and behind the scenes in music. 10 out of 10, I recommend. Baby, the people are listening. Listen. Not mad. Keep it up. The support is there. Ugh. Another one says, love. These guys really get it and I am obsessed. Ugh. The next one says, a moment. A fan. Smiley face. I love this podcast, but I really want to be in the room with you guys. Come I in the room. the room. I want to come in the room. I want to turn <laughs> in. <laughs> homosexuality that was a trap (laughs) that was a trap cry exclusive we gonna have to have him on the show as well oh no seriously if you ever wanna like come and be a co-host send us the email at 
the fight pod at gmail.com. At gmail.com. We check our emails. We read our manuals. We're we moaning, moaning severely. <laughs> this is trash. At this point, I might actually be drunk. So, okay. I'm still not. I'm just that annoying. <laughs> We've been drinking the hard shard, baby. And look, I don't really get you give you a white um anything. Oops. So the size portion of the show is supposed to go a little something like this. Um, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I would say my first shoulda, coulda, woulda is... Because I got a least. Kalisto from Xena. I got a least. I would I would probably say um, Chanel. Huh. SM motherfucking L, my girl. Because if everybody from Young Money put out a project, why is she the only one that doesn't have an album? That always bothered me. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody had a mixtape, whatever, whatever, whatever. Gutta Gutta had his moment, whatever, whatever, whatever. Sad. He's like an AR now. Lil Swift or whatever. But why didn't Chanel get the push that she deserved? Especially when she puts out a song like On The One. On the one is everything. It's definitely going on in the playlist. One, it's definitely opening one, up the show. On the one. On the one. You can actually one, catch us on, on Stephanie's one, Instagram story going off to that girl. song. On the one. Hey. On the one. Ha. On the one. Ho. On the one. Hit music. The thing is, what people don't know is, not only is Chanel D. Woods' sister, D. Woods from Danny Kane. But she also was... A legendary girls group. A legendary girls group called Girls Club with her, D. Woods, and Mika Means. Oh, you saying You love Mika Means. Love Mika Means. I back on dance for her at one point in my life. Past <laughs> life. But it's fine. So, Chanel also very much so gave you alternative when it wasn't even cute to give alternative she was one she was a pioneer like her like she was in in Khaleesi's era like she uh-huh. was in era but she was a she stem from right that after Khaleesi yes. like her Jack Davy they were all like in Ooh. their own lane we might actually need to give them. Jay Davy a whole episode oh for anybody that listens to my little radio show that I do every second Sunday, Sunday Revival. Sunday Revival. I gave I'm her that name. For August, for August, I'm doing a, a California sound. And it's going to be mostly mm. Jay Davey because I think that California R&B has, has not gotten its life. and So we need to tap into DJ Mustard and everything that he's done for LMA as well. No. No. Because people don't know that LMA only don't got two songs. They think that they think that Boot Up and Trip are her only songs. No. And Mama got six EPs. Does. Three. Um, no, I'm my my whole set is gonna be like Sarah stuff. Ooh. Stuff, Tess Arnold actually could have had anything Corey. that he wanted from me at one point in my oh, life. Oh absolutely. Um Ty and Corey stuff. And then everything there for everybody else. So I'm like I don't have Erica on there. Um, yes. I'm gonna have Tyler. I mean, not Tyler. I'm, I just oh, want to be in the Tyler room where you do there. it. I'm gonna have um the internet on there. 
you know, just the Chicago, I mean, not Chicago. California. LA, the California R&B sound. I'm going to have Meaning this. downtown LA, meaning Koreatown, meaning meet, West Hollywood. Yeah, there's this girl named Malia that's from the Bay that Sid worked with. So it's going to be all California artists. Like California R&B is definitely one of my favorite genres of R&B. So I'm going to have all them on the... On Colloquial the R&B is also an idea for another episode in the coming seasons. Because people don't respect... Like they should, from they a don't. local perspective. Because when we start talking about the DMV, I want to uplift April and Vista. Ooh. Like. When we want to talk about the D.C. metro area. 24th, so, I don't know when this show is coming out, but April 24th, April and Vista are dropping their full album. I love them. We stand. Shout out to April and Matt Vista. <laughs> I love you guys eternally. Y'all know that I love y'all. So, wait, who was that? Also, we were we were actually talking about Chanel, and what I wanted to say about her was something that people don't know about her affiliation with Young Money was that Young Money did like a compilation tour before Rough Riders, before Bad Boy, before all of those like legendary houses of entertainers came out. Young Money did a tour. And Young Money did a whole bunch of different, like, separate tours. Like, Lil Wayne had one, Drake had one, do 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 da da And Chanel was, like, stage manager, stage person for all of those shows. So she was, like, staging music, staging dancers, helping with choreography. Like, she was the performance girl. And that means a lot to me coming from a performance art background. I just felt like... People need to pay attention to her. And, like, she's got songs that I love. It was, like, writing that she did for other people. I felt like her song, we talked about this on last episode, Two Seconds Too Late, definitely should have been one of Carrie Hilson's revitalizing career songs. Her song, Substitute Lover. Her song, Hate This City. Hate This City got me through a bad job that fired me. Um, Like, it's just, like... Hotel. Hotel. Uh, like Chanel got music. She's also not even like the only. We went going off about her, but like Wish. There's more to a kiss. And I and wish our that, lips just touching. She said, "I, I see fireworks, fireworks and God. God. I see heaven. Ooh, there's, there's more, more to a kiss. Ooh, ooh, ooh." Every time I feel it. She said, feel it. Dana. She said, uh, kiss me goodnight. Kiss me goodnight. Caramel in my skin. Like to you. Dip your good lips if it lockers. You find motherfucking even if you. Sing wish. I loved her because she's got also a song. that blonde bob was everything. The messy she, bob. She had to shake the tambourine uh sewing. Did shake it to that's a song. Shake yeah. the tambourine, go on, get yourself a whistle. Hey. Shake tambourine, Shout out to Eve hey. for leveling up on the community. Philadelphia. <laughs> hey. She said five. Four, three, two, talk. Because <laughs> she's on the talk now. So the the girl wish she deserves her accolades. Shout out to Baltimore. DC people recently realized that we love y'all. Um, 
Who else is on the docket? Nicole Ray. Anyway, you can catch me any day. Sip it, Hennessy. And, and my, my peeps get plenty way. Um, Rap mocha. Mocha, latte, kid. We don't play stressy, sexy. And, and my Tigo Bay. You know oh, it's, it's a pity, pity that y'all, y'all look, look like, like idiots. idiots. Yo, boo, let me know where I can hit this cat. Uh, 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 I bet he Let me tell you, my favorite Nicole Ray song is Eyes Better Not Wander. We, oh, um, uh, oh, oh. She said, hey there, you boy. I'm done having it with this all day. You want to know how much of a black song that is? <laughs> iTunes don't even got Nicole Ray as the cover. They got an auntie <laughs> as the cover of that song. And they say whatever her name is, 40th birthday celebration. Ooh. As the cover of the Nicole Ray Eyes Better Not Wonder song. Eyes Better Not Wonder. Looking for you. I'm looking for me. me. I'm looking for you. Sing Nicole. But Nicole Ray also puts me in the mindset of Yummy Bingham. Yummy Bingham. Y'all need to understand, like, Yummy Bingham was screaming for centuries. (laughs) She had a song with... She was um, Fantasia before Fantasia. She was Fantasia before Fantasia. She was Fantasia before American Idol. She was Fantasia before there was even that type of visibility for a girl like that. Right. She got a newer song. It's not new no more, but it's newer. I'll say recent. It's new adjacent. It's new adjacent. Ooh, I love adjacent. It's new adjacent featuring B. Slade. A singer. But it's weird because he be... Acting like he's the love interest in okay, the video, and I'd be confused about that. We're not gonna go there. That that is at odds with my psyche, <laughs> not my size, but my psyche. I know people mix up how to spell. So those. there's a video of Yummy Bingham singing to Fantasia, Monique Barino Teller. Mm-hmm. Please look it up on Instagram. I mean, on YouTube, it's beautiful. YouTube has really everything that you need to know to stay strong. Someone knows you need to say I'm still on Wish. I'm sorry. Ah. Yummy Bingham actually could have made it. Like, I was waiting. You're still singing. So let's bring it to, like, a group perspective. What are some groups that you think that could have made it? Because Electric Red Ale- still holds space Hold in my up. heart. Here you go. What we was on the same page. Po, sit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drop yeah. you know what it is when I'm on the flow ha. I've hopped ha. and I like ha. and I drink ha. 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 Hello. hey Oh, music. music. I want to talk about Binky. I want to talk about Leslie. I want to talk about Naomi. Love Naomi. Oh, I want to talk about Sarah. Okay. Legends, dancers, icons, Teddy Raleigh daughter. <laughs> The Dream did what he was supposed to do. Somebody told him, I want you to make a new age Vanity Six. And I want you to make them also be gutter. And Electric Red arose from the ashes like phoenixes in the fire. I just, my girls. My girls. But you never had nobody like this. With lips that kiss like Like this. this. Ugh. Ooh, shit. Damn, so, so good, good, so good, so good. Pete is a power, and you is for used to. Cause Pete is better than the Pete that you used they to. They said, mm, "Why is for ya?" Vanilla. 
Ooh, gay. <laughs> I'm a, I've always been and I will never stop being obsessed with mm-hmm. Electric Red. Thanks to Brian Damn Patrick you, Davis, I was able to get unreleased music from them that they never came out with oh. after the first album. Want to email it to the Zorbi? Because <laughs> you know my iTunes is twalking. I got oh, everything you ever needed. Yeah. We yeah. fuck you. What do you mean? Oh, you don't fuck us. We, we, we fuck you. you. That's right. Devotion, nine to five. And the thing that I appreciate about the dream, Devotion. let's talk about Terry Snatch for five hey. seconds. Because he would recycle music in a way that you would never know the two artists had the same beat. Yep. Ever. Because nine to five is on Electric Red album, but also it's on Mariah Carey's um, memoirs of a. <laughs> You know, I know that album, Top to Bottom. It's two Mariah Carey songs that are on Electric Red album. What song? And he thought that he swindled y'all. What song? I'm going to let y'all figure it out, but I'm going to tell you offline. Okay. It's two songs. Let me tell you, Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel is in my Mariah top three. Oh. I'm just that ghetto. But I also really like, that's not even ghetto. Love you like, love you, what'd she say? Love you like. A guitar blow out my amplifier. I know that's Janet, no, but I had to swab it in. When you get some feedback. Sorry, no, I'm doing Mariah a choreography. Says, love you like Louis high heels and the mini skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let me it. say, Mariah Carey and the Dream work together on the Imperfect Angel album, and it's the ghettoest shit ever. Like, they're literally saying anything. Like, it literally makes no sense. It don't. But, but Mariah Carey also gives you an SAT word to study with. Does. Like. So literally the song not saying nothing, but it's big words. Acquiescent. I was also acquiescent. Oh, but also that album gave us Hate You. I don't want to H-A-T-E you because right now I need you. Sing, Raya. My favorite song from that album is, um, uh, what's it? Did the impossible. Oh, the impossible. Uh, 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 uh. That reminds me of a babyface song. No, that reminds me of a babyface song. What is tired. that? What is that babyface song? It's a babyface song with Mariah and he's, yeah, the prelude. Oh, oh, thank God I found you. No, do you be thinking about me? Baby love. I don't know that. Oh, they used to play it in DC down. Hey, face. I'm going to have to send it to you. You know my mom called face. She thinks she know him. She be like, hey, face. Who else is on the docket from a shoulda, coulda, woulda said? Electric Red deserves way more of a time frame than we gave them just now. But I'm going to let you swab down to your girls. Love her. Oh, baby. (sighs) Y'all know who Love Her is. They were, anytime you heard a Cisco song, you heard a woman singing or talking that was Love Her. It's probably Chinky. (laughs) I know that is not um, PC for 2018, but. That was her name. That is her name. Her name is Chinky. She had a Chinky eye or two. And when she sang on Is It Enough. Is It Enough. Ooh. She said, hands up, I can't lie. I'm going to love you till I die, though it's hard as hell to leave, boy, no matter how I try. But if I heard you back with her, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
I'm dead. They used Chinky to sing. Chinky and Love Her is the one. They shoulda, coulda, woulda because they had amazing voices. All of them literally sound like brownstone, like five miles to empty brownstone. Ooh, music. You know what? All three of them was just screaming. Wait a minute. To be fair, brownstone is not a no from this list. A brownstone got their life. Okay. They were on Maverick, but they were they were signed to Madonna and they got their life. You Madonna was trying to, to do some um affirmative action. Was everyone has to watch the documentary about was. Ma- about Madonna's background dancers? Very interesting content. Hmm, interesting. Madonna's a bad person. Oh, Madonna's not a good girl. At all. She, you saw how she tried to get the Migos together. She like has to go to hell. Like it's like no ways around. Like she has to go to hell. I mean, I see it. So after Love Her, we can also wait. This is one of my all-time favorites. So one of my favorite vocalists of all time. Oh, I'm getting emotional. Wow. Uh Claudette Ortiz. What y'all don't know is she is way more than 5'5 with brown eyes. Uh, Smile like the sunrise. She's uh, way more than that. If you never heard a song called Liquid Lava Love by Kevin Michael, she's the girl vocalist and mama sings. There's also a song called Message to You. Singer. Let's talk about it. I want y'all to just Google that real quick. Come back to the show if you need to, but that is a song. Claudia Ortiz sings better than everybody. It was almost an issue when she was going to come out on Columbia Records because Matthew Knowles was scared for Beyonce's well-being, but it's okay. (laughs) We don't have to do that right now. That's another show and another concept and another time. But... If you've never heard a Claudette Ortiz song where she's singing by herself, please just clock into the vocals. Like, my girl sings. There's plenty of people on the shoulda, coulda, would us. Who else? We also have, and I feel like it's, like, kind of shady to put him on this list, but I'm ready for the pop-off, and it hasn't happened yet. Luke James literally do sing better than everybody. Like, he sings better than every single person. So why aren't you as big as I want you to be yet? I'm confused. How do you feel? Stephanie's falling asleep. No, I'm just a little drunk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bunch of girls that I'm just going to run through really quick. Andrea. It, if you, ooh, fat, fat. Please do your due diligence and go look up the Good Luck Charm cover that Dondria Fat Fat did on YouTube when she was like zero years old. That thing was a baby. And she sang better than all four members of, of, of Jagged Edge. I know we say that everybody sing better than everybody else that we like and we be exaggerating, but Dondria really did have the chops early on that made me think that she was going to be something way bigger than she ended up being. She should have never been signed to sound so deaf. But which is crazy because so so definitely is very good to their artists, but but being good to your artists and being outdated is two different things, right? I know that's what I'm saying. Like, they were needed one for their artists, which is so weird. Dodgy and Fat Fat almost had a hit on her hands. I think the name of the song was You're the One, a hit. Well, almost, I guess, real quick, just to run through a bunch more names. Because this show about to be three hours long and I kind of don't have time for that. Um, Bridget Kelly is a name that needs to be on this list. My girl has vocal stylings. She replaced Alicia Keys on that Jay-Z tour a while back. And she continued to sing um, that New York song that everybody was loving for a really long time. It got on my nerves super early. 
Better than Alicia Keys. Wow. Um, I know she's on Love and Hip Hop now, but I really don't want people to only know her from that because in the morning, because think about you, the original version that Frank gave to her. Um, what other song? Special Delivery. Like, it's music out. She actually just put out a full project stemming from her Love and Hip Hop fame, but I'm not, um, I'm not going to lie and act like I listened to it yet because I just haven't. It's way too much music out for me to keep up and I'm trying to do my best, but I mean, Stephanie can attest to the fact that I'd be missing out on stuff. Also, Brooke Valentine, ugh, singers, like it's, it's music that she put out recently where I didn't even know that she could do stuff with this, with her voice that she's doing. Check her out if you haven't, who else is on Love and Hip Hop? Lyrica Anderson, my girl wrote Jealous for Beyonce, so I don't really have anything bad to say about her because that's one of Beyonce's top 10 songs of her entire career. Um, this list is kind of endless. Latrell, huh, from the early 2000s, I literally thought that she was Pharrell's sister. <laughs> Dirty Girl, House Party. Wow. Music. Who else can we talk about? Oh, I know a bunch of people were only familiar with her because of her feature on Wale's song, Bad. But Tierra Thomas actually has been putting out consistent good work since then. And her most recent like couple of EPs were actually really, really bomb. Um, she has a cover to Touch Me, Tease Me. She's got writing credits on both of hers volumes, volume one and volume two, and her actually brought her on tour with her to help open because of that. And she did really good live. So I was like, why is this girl not famous yet? Like, I need to hear more from you. I mean, so even though those girls are kind of newer than some of the people we brought up before, like Yummy Bingham, uh, I still can't get over Come and Get It by her. But even though some of those girls are a little newer, they're still on the shoulda, coulda, woulda list because... The hits that they came out with and the mark that they put on the industry at the time just holds a special place to me. So even if they only have a little bit of popularity or a little bit of records that are recognizable by the masses, the music that I know from them was lit enough to be mainstream and forever, for whatever reason, it just didn't get there. Ugh, I'm sad. <laughs> Wait, Stephanie eyes are big as shit. Are you reading that stuff about Tanache? Oh, okay. So breaking news real quick. We just found out like while we were taping that our girl Nashi's Nashi EP slash album slash next body of music got denied by RCA. They hate her. We hate RCA, so it's fine. It's a hate-hate <laughs> relationship. Like they do not bang with the girl. I mean, it would be criminal if we didn't bring Nashi up in full detail on the season finale but <sighs> it's time for her to go independent that's what this is well also in breaking news she posted um a picture on her instagram after she posted the two pictures mm -hmm. of the heartbroken whatever with the songs she said she's gonna be in the studio for us of the summer right and this is my thing Tanashi, you didn't need them before you got you your own following without any like marketing without any anything and you brought your own your own fan base so you don't need nobody else rca came to her after right because she case already had her because mm -hmm. she did the in case we die ep the reverie ep and then by the time she had got to black water she was already in talks with them mm -hmm. so 
And then even throughout and then Amethyst. Her, right. Even in her relationship, because that was after Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So after even after the relationship started, she was still putting out music going rogue because they wasn't really doing what she wanted them to. It's time for a new contract. And this is my thing. And this is why Tanashi will win at the end of the day, even though these hoes <laughs> is hating on our sis. The fact that she writes her own music, she produces her own music, means that she'll be able to do whatever she wants as long as she wants. She don't have to rely on nobody else. She can just go in their room and let have. And she can do it for other people. I suggest that in this interim, while she's trying to figure out if she wants to go independent or still deal with RCA's bullshit. Which is like dumb. a terrible boyfriend that you keep going back to. Ooh. I feel like she should write for other artists, have a hit smash with some people that are popping a little bit more than her, and then perform those songs when she goes on tour. Mm-hmm. And people will be like, oh, she wrote that? The Dream did it. Yep. In every concert. Like, yep. Umbrella was his song. <laughs> At Clark's Homecoming, Umbrella was his well, song. who's that? <laughs> I mean, he turned, he put, what's that, that uh, what's that Beyonce song that he turned into Dance Ghetto? Dance For You. Dance For You that uh. he calls Ghetto on his EP. If you haven't heard Ghetto, please go listen to Ghetto. It's the only Big Sean verse that's good. Ooh. I do like Big Sean, but really. oh shit! Okay, well, what we were supposed to be talking so, about? So you know, it's Team <laughs> Nashi around here, around these parts. Um, I still think her album is it. Her album is in my top ten. I mean, I understand, for the year. but apparently, eighty percent of the album that we got was incorrect. Right. So but not in, not incorrect. It wasn't the original one she submitted two right, years ago. Right. Because so Joyride I, was supposed to come out in two thousand sixteen. Right. So this is my thing. Uh. Joyride 2018 is in my top 10 for 2018. The updated version. And I also need her to send me the file for Joyride We accept MP3s at thesizepod at gmail.com. Now, I think she, we love you so much. We should be her A&Rs as a family. We should be her A&Rs. We should be her besties. We should be her styling team. I mean. We got it. We are her press team. We are. The so, only press. send the invoice. And I am pressed. <laughs> I'm pressed too. I love her. Uh, we're right. going to pray for you, Nashi. I swear to God, the RCA building is going to be on fire. I just want to. By the end of the year, if they like, keep playing with me. I mean, I, like I said a bajillion episodes ago, Zayn Malik album about to come out, and it's going to be the same thing that happened to Tinashe the first time. And if she just doesn't want any more missteps like the player single, then she'll wise up and leave. Mm-hmm. It's giving Sue the girls. Sue RCA. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got. I know a lawyer. Look, I know like two lawyers in my life. <laughs> Four bookings. So we her legal team too. We her legal team too. What she you just need? need to sign to the Sice right. Records. <laughs> the Sice Entertainment. Right. It's For bookings. Necessary. Ugh. Nah. Well, we had to just you know pull one out for the girl real quick, but we're supposed to be talking about. The shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Lord. <laughs> it's still so many that we have to cover. I'm over it. So many. Who else is on the docket? Uh, I... Before I go on my, my tangent. Because <laughs> it's coming. Well, we was blasting Seven earlier, so... Let's talk about it. Seven Shreda don't get her life, but you know what? In some ways, I be feeling like she does it to herself because that album she put out was not good no her ep is all surpassed that 
Yeah, her EPs were way too bomb. For... And the music that she was writing for other people before that album came out was way too bomb. I mean, because lower. All the Way Home by Tamar, a track. Oh, she wrote that? Mm-hmm. Music. See? And and check. And a check, because Tamar's a, kind of a big star and, from a black music perspective. And that song did very well for Tamar. Did. They put, it was a single and everything. Come on, royalties. See? But Seven does clock into a songwriter accolade, so... She not gonna go broke, but I want a star. Power but she for her. wants, but I feel like she also wants to be a star in her own right, which is fine. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think a lot of people want that for themselves, and they should have it for themselves. They should, and she's talented enough. Seven Streeter sings. Yeah. Like in fact, and they're on the list too. Rich girl, all four of them girls. Oh. Well, okay. Ooh. To be fair, half of that group sang like shit. The other two were cute for the group. Oh god, it's nothing wrong with that, but. Seven Streeter and Crystal Ledriette, singers. That name. Yeah, I don't yeah. really understand. But she's been in several girl groups. She's now over there with Kelly Rowland and them doing the June's Diary move. Also, What's going on with them? Four singers. I mean, five singers. What is going on with them? They, why Why? Why Kelly Rowland still got them singing um, covers and doing do I pop pop for Tony Braxton? I hate you. There is an EP of theirs that's out. With original music? Yeah. Are they got, still associated with Kelly? They are. Oh, okay. It's, it's an EP. It's not super new, but it's not. Oh, it came out like within the course of this year. Mm-hmm. And it's got like six tracks on it. It's got the song from the show, All of Us. And then it's got, and they they added Trina to that song. It's good. I like that. And then they have like several other tracks that are really good. I don't know how well it's doing from a streaming standpoint, but mm. the music, not bad. They just need a push and a look. But if Kelly Rowland is a person, yeah, because Kelly, she knows all about girl, girl groups. Right. So I'm like, is she not? I think that Kelly Listen, is also working on her own music too. Beyonce though. had Chloe and Halle singing at WWF. <laughs> I mean WWE. Smackdown. Yeah. So if why can't Kelly Rowland do that for for these girls? I mean Parkwood is a bigger machine than Kelly Rowland and Frank Gatson. Okay, but also what's it Robin giving? I agree. Like you could leave him at the Stellas. Something. They were oh because Chloe and Halle sang there too. <laughs> Chloe and Holly really been singing anywhere. They was on Fallon. They will sing Kimmel. anywhere. I don't even know who even know their songs besides like mm. us. Not not even the whole <laughs> chat. So it's like they still be everywhere. Do and I feel like and it's no shade. Singing, but I feel like June's Diary could get like the inner city youth lit. Like oh for sure because I feel like because if because what's them girls what's them what's that group from Philly them girls from Philly they were called girl something yeah like they the city sang. be behind them and they're just they're the same thing as June's Diary yeah just some girls that they got together that could sing down uh huh they was dancing too but they also pushed themselves because they used to just right. make cover videos on YouTube right. and it would be budget behind the videos which was crazy I was like who's paying for this I don't care always, it was good I mean don't but it always <laughs> had a budget Always. I want to know where the independent artists be getting budget from. Right, because Tink um, in my video, not inexpensive at, at all. all. None of her videos be looking cheap, even before she had Timbaland on her line. I mean, he's gone now, but still. I don't want to talk about that time <laughs> in our life. Stephanie life's. got emotional. And our life as fans. Somebody tweeted the other day, I mean today, and they had this like crying emoji, and it was like, how has Tink's, how has every single installment of Winner's Diary been crazy? been crazy every single like, winner's diary is bomb i mean it's not no bad songs no tink where you at come Shawty, on the show at? i mean, 
season two, we need to get some 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 uh, guests. If anybody knows Tink's information, run it. <laughs> I mean, it's sitting on her on her Twitter, but I feel like we need to end to make sure she really <laughs> comes see us because we love Tink. Yeah, we do. We talk about her all the time too. She another T. Her and Tinashe really got the bulk of the size. I mean, for fans. season one, <laughs> they get the superlatives for for season one. Who else have we not brought up? Um, if we still talk about songwriters, we could talk about Eric Villager. Yup. Music. Mm-hmm. That first, um, my first introduction to him was off the Rebirth album, and it had like thirty two songs on it, and I was not mad. <laughs> at all. He think he Chris Brown. He think he, I mean, he right for him. So, right. definitely thinks he's <laughs> Chris person. Brown. Then also, all of the girls that he features be girls that are not really famous and that make me want to research them. Like, they could go on the list. Victoria Monet, she got an EP that's out that's oh, good. Yeah. I like her. And, Jaquel did all the choreography for her most recent video, Freak Everything. Oh. Turn up Jaquel Knight. He's the one. Support. Victoria Monet, Shasha Jones, just search her on YouTube because I don't really have much more of an example. <laughs> These people really be no names and he be pulling much them out the woodworks. And then also Treasure Davis. I love her. And she then sings. the song he got with um with Mila J and um and See? The people. Woo. Uh, he was on that show with my girl Alicia too. Also another person on this right. list. She had that song Fuck Me Daddy that Chanel bought. Oh. Right intertwining the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. They all need to just come out. That's so sad. The list is long. <laughs> um, Wait, so back to Chris Brown. Did, you, did we talk about Kevin McCall? I forgot about. No singers. Uh, blocking his own blessing. I mean, yeah. My thing is like, how do you come out with deuces and then start, decide to act crazy? Decide to act crazy. That is out of line. Because Deuces still knocks. Dude. If and you haven't people, listened to Deuces then, in a while, run it back. And like the original was like twalking. Then they come out with the remix <laughs> um, and then Andre 3000 popped up and said, hey, let me slide me up a verse on Deuces. Anytime that Andre 3000 come out of his grave and give you a um an evil verse on anything, you know that your song is a heat. Not his grave. Also, I need to understand why everybody in New York is seeing him but me. Do I need, do I need to leave Brooklyn? <laughs> Because Probably. I know at least he lived like, in Soho. I know I know I know of at least six people, like I know in real life mm-hmm. that have pictures with him on their Instagram and I'm like What are what am I doing? What am I uh, doing wrong? Well what I'm doing wrong is I don't leave Best Side. But um, <laughs> do or die. and when I do go to the city, she's only going to Chinatown. <laughs> but I'm learning the error in my ways. Um I don't know if him and that girlfriend is still going strong, but you know. He's not married, he's single. Hello. The last article that he did where he was dressed like shit, he did say that he had a girlfriend. Oh, I know. I guess it's still her. Oh, I know. You, I mean... Uh, uh, Alyssa, I've been keeping the breast. <laughs> I got my ways. Andre 3000 is the one is, through infinity. And listen, his first... Well, his only baby mama is born on who birthday? Mine. <laughs> so, I feel as though there's a connection. Uh, I'm tired of Just laughing. saying. Just saying. Andre 3000 is a, um, he, we still need a solo album from you. Another one. But it's never gonna happen. I don't, I don't want to force the people. I mean, I, I've had enough features from him in the past couple years that I, I'm, I'm okay. But I would like to see what he's going to do, if ever. I don't think the album ever coming out is fine. No, it's fine. Okay. It's not. So, um, yes. did we talk about Sherry Dennis? Mm. Who then turned into Sherry Coke? Which, first of all, I love she, you. It's still a hit. It's a bop forever and always. Babe. And, like, it's no shade. Like, 
in my opinion, A. Marie's Why Don't We Fall in Love is a spring song. Mm-hmm. And um, Sherry Dennis, I um, whatever, I, I love, love you. you. And um, Gina Thompson, Things You Do Are Summer Anthems to me. Ooh, like, not wrong. Like, not A. Marie wrong. is spring. Y'all are misconstruing the music. It's Why Don't We Fall in Love set. gives spring, flowers just started blooming, whatever. Right. Sherry Dennis, I love you, is block on. party, bop, like, the same kind of vibe as, like, a Mary J. Blige, um, Love at First Sight. <laughs> they both got that Mary She had on this, like, holster like, in that I video that, that I want. I was going say that red leather holster. I still <laughs> I want it. Like, what? Uh Everybody trying to wear bulletproof vests now for fashions, Woo. like I didn't do it two New Year's ago. Looking at you from a distance. Anyway. Um, but but yeah, yes, then, I agree with so you. So then Sherry Dennis rebranded as Sherry Cole. Let me tell you how we found out about the rebrand because it so, was weird. So there used to be this um, showcase that happened at SOBs. I don't know if it still exists, but it was literally like nobodies can come perform and you just see yeah, you into it. And that's how <laughs> that's how me and Corey found out about SZA before See SZA Run came out. Came oh, yeah, out. yeah, 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 yeah. So I went to the one maybe like a few months after that and it was Sherry Coke. Who was like, who the hell is Sherry Coke? <laughs> and Alama Day was also on that lineup who we'll, we can talk about. Um, and I was like, Shout out Sherry Dennis. <laughs> Baby. She changed her name to Sherry Coke. Became this like super like hipster dipster, weirdo black girl. Loved it. Um, and she put out an EP with Mellow X before Mellow X was on Beyonce's line. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was still just doing like rice and peace parties at Sway. I don't even know if the people know what Mellow X did for Beyonce. Oh, well, he made the tour sound bomb. <laughs> And the tours do be sounded bomb. They be mixing he still work so many other people. I think that he probably get a Parkwood check every now and then. Oh, okay. But well, he, you know, she interchanges people. But he did. He did the first on the run. Yeah, the yeah. first on the run. Which, to be fair, introduced me to oh, it's about to be lit for Beyonce and Jay Z. They about to do some crazy stuff musically because they tours. Apparently, it's Mellow X, but I don't know who else is on that team. Mm-hmm. The way that they weave, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z vocals over top of the XX beats, it just be real lit to mm-hmm. me. And I'm sure that Beyonce didn't even know who the XX was until Mellow X yeah, popped no. up in her life. So, I'm yeah. into it. Um, But, yeah, so, she she did this whole Sherry Coke thing. She put out this EP called X and Coke, get it, Mellow X, Sherry Coke. And that EP was so bomb. Every single song is so bomb. I still listen to it all the time if y'all don't have it. Um, I think it's still on SoundCloud. Please, like, dive in. Like, Sherry Dennis did the shit out of that EP. Um, I saw on Instagram she had a baby, so I guess we're yeah. never getting music again from her. Yeah. Um, the people be wanting to be moms. I mean, I get it. Vivi Brown did the same thing, but it's also like, she I know. was your child first, so, like, <laughs> put me about first. Me. Your fans huh. are your first children. Put us first. Yeah, Vivi Brown could have, should have been, but she, I don't know. There must be a shark in her water. Yeah, she pulled a Jasmine Sullivan's like, I'm going to quit music, and then she got married, and then she had a baby. And... I'm telling you, motherhood is in. But also, <sighs> swabbing back to Sherry Dennis for five seconds, I'm dropping out of love. Showtime. Like, she got music. We love her. Space. I think she had a song called Space I Like. Ugh. Anyway. We love her. Um, Who else is on our list? Oh, we talking about a Alameda. We we brought his name up a little bit earlier, but we didn't talk about where he came from. He used to be in originally that group, from Imagine. Imagine. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> John and all the rest of them. I promise I don't remember what none of the people look like except for him. Whoops. 
Well, there's that. And you know what else that night? I feel like Lil Drummer Boy drums for one of them, too. Because they all was friends. Right. Like, all of them boy groups have dealings. Sorry, LDB. With each other. Because, and as crazy as that, I mean, whatever. They they all know each other. Right. Because even, we talked about this before, Ty Dolla Sign was supposed to be the fourth member. Right of immature mm-hmm. which is so weird because again when people have all these lives remember ty and Corey? oh absolutely what do you mean do i remember ty and Corey? like ty and Corey is the reason why i don't fool with ty dollar sign okay well never mind because he was singing his throat off when he was in ty and Corey. yeah and now he's like he just talk about rapping and hoes and carrying on which i'm just like boy if you don't scream in my face like um joe to see and leave me alone yeah i'll be over it that's all i want from ty for him to just Sing in real life. I don't know if we talked about him before either, but Sammy can bring it right on back. Oh, he he has um been putting out music. He been putting out music, and he was like opening Mario for too. um Tank. Mario got a new song out, and it goes. Oh, for right. And it's a video. It. It's I called Drowning. It. Mario sings Baltimore's finest. This ass is fatter than this room. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But him, Sammy, they both have like consistently been putting out music. Sammy even more so than Mario. And like I said, he opened up for Tank on a certain leg of Tank's tour. That would be everything. Around. Yeah, it was lit. I, oh, no, I have seen Tank Live. I never seen Tank Live. I'm lying. I saw him genuine. When TGT was a thing? No. it was. Well, I mean, it was when it was a thing, but it was him. I think it was him, genuine and Avant Ooh, in Philly. A tour. It was ghetto, I'm sure though, that because... the stage was full of panties. Oh, the aunties was on 10 million, and Tank is ghetto. Like, he was like, he was like, who traveled the farthest to get here? That is ghetto. And asked her, and was like, how much was your gas money? He gave her $100. I mean, not no. And he was like... Incentives. Um, he was like, who got their hair done to come to this show? Like, who had the most expensive bundles to get their hair done? He gave his lady, like, $400. Like, Go literally, off, one of his little helpers came out and just, like, gave these people cash. I wonder how his wife felt about that. It's like, nah, she probably told him to do it. Right. Does she don't care? <laughs> she don't. She's I a, love Tank. She's a, she's a dancer, right? She used to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I think that she just retired. You know people don't dance forever. Not stripping. No, actual, no, no, like, no, no, no. I just want to clarify oh, for the people. Yeah, no. She was an actual, like, boom, boom, cat. I do choreography for artists type dancer. Like, she used to be in YouTube videos and stuff. <laughs> that, I mean, that's how you know if you're a dancer or right. not. Aaliyah Janelle now? Right. Dancers. Dancers. Ooh. I mean, she turns up the thought to an extreme level in some of her choreography, but <laughs> I like that she's versatile enough to show me she can really dance without it just being twerking, too. Right. Because she's a good dancer. She danced for him. She danced for Tank. Right. And that's how we got here. Right. <laughs> um, so, I wanted to swab it to some of the, like, um, Neo Soli alternative mm-hmm. artist, you know, that's my whole judge. Um, I just want to just uplift the name of Reese. Ugh. We talked about her before, too. I was on her Instagram line heavy today. <laughs> she still looks so pretty. She'll mm-hmm. be exactly the same I as she did. I she would. So if nobody knows, Reese um, is from Philly. She came out with an album in 2001 called How I Do. And the really big song from that album was Golden Boys, which was all over MTV, all over MTV, too. Like, mm-hmm. they was pushing her. Like, they actually still play her on, like, BET. Well, yeah, BET Soul and stuff like oh, that. Oh, really? I seen her video recently, and I was like, random. See? Well, I mean, more when you're you know. a pioneer, <laughs> your she light did. always shines. Like, she was really like, okay, Khalees, Khalees was definitely like 
the first alternative girl that gave like colored hair mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But Reese was like the first alternative girl that was like, oh, you might not have grown up with black people, even though she did because she's from Philly. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But there was she a, made there, you think. About there wasn't it. there wasn't a hoodness to her. Like right. there was a hoodness to Khalees. Right, right. Even though Reese from Philly, like a regular like Philly girl, or whatever accent and everything. Um, and another note for anybody, um, uh, Santa Gold wrote for Reese's Reese. How I Do album. Um, so... If you want to swap back to the Black History episode, we talk about them there, too. Yes. So, um, that was really cool. I also want to shout out, like, um, Erica Badu's background singers. First of all, Keisha, <laughs> um, who is Millie Jackson's daughter. She looked like her. Looks smack like that lady. Like, Millie Jackson spit her out. That's the one, and Erica Badu's sister is one of them ones, too, but she's the girl who in the Annie Ain't Got No Panties live video, She's the she told her to do the note over. And she was like, the note she wanted to hit was, Annie. Right. Hey. <laughs> that was Millie Jackson's daughter. Um, big lips, big boobs, big hair. That's uh-huh. Keisha. Um, <laughs> also in Dombey, who on the um, Erica Badu live album, when uh, everybody got to do their little parts, and Dombey was the one that was going off. Like, Erica honestly could have left. <laughs> be my favorite part of a lot of concerts when they let the background vocalist show off. Mm-hmm. That's why shows be good now because Duran be going nuts. Oh, baby. And she let Duran sing a whole song by herself if he feel like it. If he feel obsessed. like it. They be laying on the floor having screaming matches. <laughs> like, and I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, no, literally, know, literally laying on the floor in the middle of the concerts having screaming matches. <sighs> I hate them. <laughs> but that means I love them with all my heart. Right. Also, Yazara had her little stint with, um... With Erica, I actually saw her at my job, um, like last week, and I didn't want to be a stand, but I was like wagging my finger like singer. You're annoying. Singer. My um, nobody at my job knew who she was, and I was over. I was like, y'all don't know nothing about black culture. And you all, work and at I a work, black museum. I work at an all black place. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. See, because Yazra needs to be in the history books so that people can know what Definitely my dog is up to. She was the one wearing purple, I think, in the um bag lady video, but. <laughs> Also, my high school did like a rehashing of Dreamgirls and they brought out all of the original cast from like years past that did the show. And Yazra was there and that's how I found out that she went to my high school. I would have fell out. Hello? I, I was like, sing! Like I was literally standing up in the balcony like, sing! Everybody was like, you know her? I was like, no. I would have literally fell out. Um, okay, so yeah, those are all of Erica's background singers. Her sister sings background, but I don't get the sense her sister really wanted to be a front-facing uh-uh. singer. I feel like her sister just... But I want to say that all three, Keisha and Dombi and um, Yazara, they all put out projects. Like, they did. Solo projects. And Yazara also had videos being played on all of those channels that we named, yep. solo ones, and she did a lot of work with Foreign Exchange like in the late... 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. around the same time she was singing for erica mm-hmm. maybe even like later than that too but i know that i've seen that name pop up on my spotify a couple times and i was like i did not know she was on this song was was <laughs> also speaking of people connected to erica like my baby joy gilliam my queen my mother <laughs> the, like i think that she made it enough no. That whole, like, she could have made it even more, but, like, she, the lesbian community played Lick out. It's not... Okay, no. but it's more to her than Lick. She actually just put out an album, like, a month ago, and that shit is twacking. People Everybody, do need to listen to. Go back and listen to Tennessee. Please listen to her Harry. new album, Sir Rebecca Holy Love. It is 
so good. Also, go back and read your manuals. Right. And clock into Tennessee Slim is the bomb. Another iconic album. Lick used to be on my Black Planet page, so. If you don't know that song, um, that's what Gucci sampled for um, Freaky Girl. Lick. Also, Joy's legendary because she was married to Big Gift. I mean, everybody, well, okay. I hope that everyone at least knows that. People don't know her. her People Uh, don't know who Joy is. I mean, they just gave me a whole crew. Like, the girls that were associated to anything Stankonia Records or Dungeon Family related, they was all bad as fuck to me. Oh, what? Wild Peach. Hello. That girl. R.I.P. she was Mandy Pandy, her. Oh, yep. Um, 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 uh, uh, uh. I liked her. What's her name? She looked like a witch in the video, too. Oh, she did. <laughs> her everybody what? had on black she lipstick. She from Philly. Why I'm blanking on her name? I and this song was Bandy too. Bandy. Bandy Bandy. Hold her up. name is something. Zap Mama. Zap Mama. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Bandy Bandy. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> God. I just used to sit down. In the house on the weekend and watch VH1. So that's how I tapped into all of these videos people didn't yep. even know was out. Yep. Because, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say because that was out when I was in like 11th grade mm-hmm. and I used to be blasting her and when we didn't have nothing to do with chemistry. But that was like, you know, all the Philly Neo Soul people that should have got bigger, like Lady Alma, who's legendary if you like from oh, Philly or yep. if you gay. <laughs> um, she was on my Instagram the other day. Has some, she did some party and it looked so bomb. I was so sad I went there. Or like Kanye Das or remember India oh. Davenport? Like oh, these people. Oh wait, <laughs> wait. Legend. Oh Pop my god. And, and you wanted to talk about that girl Janelle because she was almost oh, Ashanti. Janelle really don't know what you came here for. Round and round we go. Look, I'm telling you, the natural hair community really had a moment in 2000. I really wish that they could have kept going. Like, I like that moment better than the moment that they have now too me too because them girls were actually like they were popping pretty nice yeah i love nice people <laughs> nice. they were nice and they were just chilling like they wasn't like throwing they they natural hair at you they just happened <laughs> to have come it. on Dale. you know it's like they just they, it's like they just happened to have that look but they wasn't trying to like right. fish nobody they wasn't right. trying to say like be on my way. And all they was on was smoking weed and like getting dicked down. Like I loved it. I'm dead. And instead of like having Instagram sponsorships, they had covers of black hair beauty. Ah, sophisticated black <laughs> hair. High pair was everything. It was. You know my but uncle hair for like bougie girls and like high pairs for like regular girls. They watched they all read the same books. But I'm saying the the um target audience. <laughs> the demographic. That's why I was called sophisticated. <laughs> Hello? And that was called to, hype. They used to steal each other pictures, though, for they the did. cover. <laughs> like, them little boxes used to be the same. <laughs> that is ghetto. Why would we even know that? Sorry, my uncle do here, y'all. I used to live in a salon. And I had subscriptions to Sophisticates and Hype my whole life. Couple subscriptions? I still have them, like, not, in Jackie House. Not a year for $10. Hello? <laughs> what That's the mean? same deal Vogue got going on. Sorry about it. I don't know what that is. Um... But also, do you remember? Okay, this is now. This is this is for legit music nerds. Do you remember? This was the Lady of Soul. This is the Soul Train Lady of Soul Awards, and um, 
Brownstone had gotten that new member because the light skinned girl had a baby. Oh, and they brought that dark yeah. skinned girl that had messed up the song and decided to sing it her way and it did not sound right. It didn't sound her name right. was Tina. She left the group, dyed her hair on, she cut her hair off, had an orange like fade and put out an album and she was bomb. She was on the same <laughs> level as like Kanye Dyes, India, Damport. They was all the same. And she was so beat that my junior year of college, I cut my hair orange and dyed it. Like I cut my hair short and dyed it orange. Just like hers, because she was so twonking. <laughs> you just had Shout to Shout out to Kina. And then somebody, I posted about her. I was like doing this whole thread about her on Twitter. And somebody said, oh my God, that's my aunt. <laughs> and I was like, Kina is your aunt? Stephanie always knows somebody that knows somebody. That's I don't remember black. who it was. I'm going to have to go back into my archives. But I was shook, because I loved Kina. Because her voice, she was like a rocker. Mm-hmm. So like, her voice didn't go well with Brownstone. I get it. And so when she went on her own, it was like, okay, I remember exactly that switch, too, because she had, like, this flip wig in one of them pictures of it. Uh-huh. And I was just like, that is a new girl. she was real dark skin. She mm-hmm. was so pretty. Flips had a moment, and I just will never understand. Oh, I posted a picture of myself with Flips from seventh grade the other day. I'm dead. <laughs> I don't, you don't have to show me. You want to look. <laughs> what do you mean? Can we put Amel LaRue on the docket? Does she get enough life? I feel like she gets enough life. Okay. I mean... Because don't nobody sing better than Mel LaRue. <laughs> I love how we always say nobody sing better than... 10,000 people. <laughs> and then we say another name. Um, who else? There's definitely some other people. Oh, let's swab it all the way back. We were talking about people giving like an indie thing. Um, that girl Margot that was on Love and Hip Hop that random season. Is Love her and Hip Hop Atlanta. Good? Her music was really good. And it was very along the lines of Reese. And like that indie crowd cult of girls. I was but in nobody ever heard her before. at this taco place last week. And I, I mean, a few weeks ago. And I was like, should I look her up? She dressed cute. But she looked like she came up in the same era of like Jay Davey and them. But she and just that's did it. And that's who we need to swab this out on. I'm telling you that they need, need to end the show because they're getting a whole episode next season. Is there anybody else we need to talk about? Because I'm about to go off. Wait, let me look. Because <laughs> I have so much to say about Jay Davey. <laughs> Wait, let me look at the list real I'm quick to make sure. I'm literally the August installment of my radio show on Wax FM. Everybody, check it out. She's Every second Sunday, noon to two, is the, it's, gonna, it's called the California Sound for August. Right. And I'm playing Sarah, Jay Davey, Thundercat, Ugh. old internet, Ugh. old Sid the Kid. Ugh, music. Hmm. Sid the Kid. Well, old Thundercat brothers. I know we talked about her already, but the one. Oh, yeah. Hey. Damn. Through the 10. So, I'm just going to run through names because Stephanie's on the road. But I want to uplift Marilyn LaVon. She had a couple, two songs that came out like two years ago. Nobody cared. I just like the fact that her name was Marilyn. I'll put them in the playlist. <laughs> Natalia Kills. I think that she gets like a lot of life as a writer. But she's the reason that Gaga popped off. Because Gaga mm-hmm. kind of stole her judge. Mm-hmm. She also wrote Kiss It Better by Rihanna. She did? Yep. Music. Natalia oh, let me give her a check. Yeah. <laughs> Natalia Kills is the one. Let me give her my first food. Please, she got this song called Problem. And the thing about her is her family used to be like in a cult. So she has a lot of music about that oh. time of her life. I love her. I want to uplift the name of Jazzy because she wrote for everybody, including Monica. She's in the video with, what's the single that Monica came out with off the Red album? Code Just Red. right for me. Yep, Hit she wrote music. That. She wrote that. Oh, let me also give her some of my first fruits. <laughs> that first fruits. Her cup runneth over. She's got solo music that people need to top into. Love her. Also, 
Who else is on this damn list? It's a bunch of these new girls that's on these singer shows that I like that I need to make music. They also I should have could have would is in my boat. The girl Carvina <laughs> sings better than everybody on Instagram. I think that's Cardazzle. Yeah, her account is Cardazzle. Kim Burrell, um, homophobic ass was on there uplifting her name. Oh my name. God. I mean, but she's a legend in a vocal right, so I get it. Listen, the whole church be giving what she gives. Right, so. and it's look no fair. <laughs> also, off that same season, the girl Leah Janae, I think. She sings. She shouldn't have got kicked off, but I think the boy that who won could actually sing. I don't really understand how these singing shows work. You I don't talk- call in no more? Not for this one. Oh. The four is like, they battle each other. Oh, it's a battle. It's a nasty battle. My girl Kalina, she don't get enough life. Kalina is from Diddy Dirty Money, everybody. Is, and she's the reason that that album exists, if you want to keep it uh, 3,000. Ooh. That's that on that. Dawn Richard is calling in with a rebuttal. Sure, let's talk about it. Ooh. <laughs> I have plenty of things to say. I also like, wanna... went, what's the call? It was like, her name Dawn Richard. <laughs> Aubrey got her together on Breakfast Club. Was... I don't care about nothing else but that. that was so she was funny. like, oh, you mean Dawn Richards? Right. Charlemagne was beside himself. He was <laughs> under the table. He didn't know what to right. say. And now Daddy Kane. As a as a threesome is going back on tour together. No good about it. They do not fucking like each other. But I mean, <sighs> the sites will be there. <laughs> we'll report back next season on our findings. It's just when it comes to Dawn, she's a bad person. Oh. The end. If you're into anything Aaliyah or Aaliyah adjacent, please listen to Rochelle Jordan. Rojo, she came out with like I want to say two EPs, and it was basically like swinging from the vag hair of everything that Aaliyah ever did without uh-huh. Timbaland as the backup. It was good. I think that could be it. We can go into a J. Davy hole now. I also just want to say really quickly, um, Abra, do, what do, do okay. we do? We think Abra came too early. I think that Abra might have come too early, but also. I think that Abra progressed fast and then fell off. Because Mark Madden and I went to go see SZA during the Z era Mm -hmm. when she came out with like Julia, all of those songs, uh, Hijack, a song. And Abra performed for her. She's like, kind of got like a little DJ set. Like she could ficky ficky behind the boards. And her music was very much so like, "Mm, bring SZA out. But then... (laughs) Maybe an EP later, I was behind it. I was like, this is that girl. She's going to be good. But I think that she just didn't have the right people behind her. Because mm-hmm. I feel like she's still being photo shoots and because people like looking at her. But it, it, Her Instagram is interesting. But it was very weird that... I don't know how Scissors... Well, I guess that TDE helped Scissors Zoom TDE is everybody. the only group of artists and like halfway a label right now that care about each other. That's yeah. the reason that they like are, somebody she, also said Tinasha should go to TDE, but I don't think SZA's gonna have that. SZA's not gonna have that. They're not even really and, in the same lane, but still. And I think also Tinashe don't really fit they No, she brand. don't. She's not earthy enough. Even though they not giving a Neo Soul set, they but, still come from a black and proud fight the power type Yeah, now she just want to make sexy cheerleader music, which to me is the only music I really like to hear outside (laughs) of getting yelled at by Fantasia. Like, why make anything besides sexy cheerleader music? I'm sorry to make everything about Tina Shea. Back to Abra. I think that she did have like a good crew of people behind her because that rapper Father was behind Mm her. Key was behind her. But even even, like, is Father still doing stuff? No, that wave of people kind of came and went because even that boy I love McConan, he was in that same little weird Weirdo mm-hmm. crew. What a I way to go. That, I think they might have came too early. 
Yeah, because, because the uh, because Atlanta say, uh, Atlanta been weird. So, Atlanta been weird because so of the name of Hollywood. Right. Hello. Have you ever made Have love, you ever to, made a love to a weirdo? Wow. Um. So I yeah, they um. I think Atlanta's always been weird, so mm. they were fine for Atlanta. But I don't think, and and I think that very particular downtown scene that like me and Corey was in. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the world was not. That section of Atlanta music took a break when they came out. Mm. It wasn't given weird Atlanta. It was given trap Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. it was like Atlanta, 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 not the indie hippie mm-hmm. section. So they might have been out of place, but I'm not gonna say too early because, like you said, Atlanta always been weird. Yeah. That side just don't get the light. So that's why anybody right be like, oh, black people never been strange or weird. People in Atlanta, black people in Atlanta have literally been weird since forever. Yeah. Have we not? Even like the ones that's trappy are weird. Have we have not seen Fabo? Ever met any of those people? Did you see that video of Fabo dancing still? Going off. I love it. Somebody said it was the super saiyan level of crackheadness. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I agree. Fabo has always been a psycho. He's I love it. He still wear the glasses. He still wear two big Baltimore only. jeans. White frames only. I he love crazy. That and his friends were slicing him up. I was like, I don't know whether this is fun or like sad. Oh no, they were typing him up in support. Oh yeah, but do that mean that all of them will crack? Oh my God, we are not gonna put those allegations out. Allegedly. So, our final, uh, we want to end the show with um, Jay Davy because... Music, 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 music. You don't even need a reason. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hey, co-host. Hey, co-host. <laughs> shout out to Monet. Um, we give shout outs on the side. The Jay Davy really do not get the life they deserve. Jack Davy alone, like, okay. So Khalees, when Khalees, when she headlined, we gotta at, give people a starting point. Right. So we always go back to Khalees because she's the most popping of these girls. Of these girls. So Khalees headlined Afro Punk. I think that was like 2015, and she was like, "Oh my God, look at all of you guys looking like me 20 years ago." <laughs> I love a soft flex. She and a drag <laughs> at the same like, time. Oh, I birthed all you hoes. We okay. do that to people all the time. So. If Khalees birthed the children like 99, 2000, but then in 2007, Jack Davy really was the only black girl mm-hmm. with a mohawk. Wasn't mm-hmm. nobody doing that before her. And not an ugly, like super rock star mohawk, but like a cute, oh, black girls can wear their hair like this too. Mohawk. Uh-huh. Mullet situation. Like like she her... went to the white people at the haircuttery and got it done. Exactly. White people will cut a head. Like she. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she gave she gave a mature Fifi Dobson because Fifi Dobson uh-huh. was very much a teenager. Uh-huh. I I'm in hot topic, but Jack Davies' whole vibe was very much like grown rock star, badass. Love it. Don't fuck with me. Love it. Uh, I'm wearing these black like fetish boots, and who's gonna beat my ass? And like, like a jean jacket. And lit, and that's it. And like, <laughs> but still had the softest voice. Mm-hmm. And like, shout out to Brooke Delo. Like, I don't know if they're still working together or what, or they go off and do their own their own journey. But 2007, they dropped that double album. Ain't no skips on that joint. Ain't. Actually, let me let me swab up they whole discography because I want to uplift each name. Slow. First Turn of all, we be harmonizing. We ain't got nowhere to go. So that kind of like that Turn EP came out. Not even EP. So the double album, like you said, it came out at a time where I was just like, 
It's a whole new world of music that I just did not even know existed. And it was like right around the time I had just got to Clark. I was like on my own, discover all this stuff. I was always on concreteloop.com. Like I was Come a music on, concrete nerd. And I was so happy about that. And then that's when I met, well, not you, but everybody else that we hang out with. <laughs> right. And introduced me to all this music. I was so into it. Praise God. Thanks. Come, um, I, I basically, love. Corey gave me Sarah and Jay Davey <gasps> albums. And Sarah, we've been friends Sarah. ever since. See? And that was 2007. And they mm-hmm. started dropping the music. That was like our senior year. And so you know who else dropped? So it was Sarah Creative Partners, Jay Davey, and then... Um, Kenna, they all oh. dropped albums that same that same time. I need window. some free time. Ugh. <laughs> Y'all, also, I guess we, real quick, shout out to Kenna, the Kenyan king of the world. Um, the real KKK. Whenever, right. Whenever we, whenever we post this, I'll also post um, an interview that Kenna and I did that's literally probably my favorite interview I've ever done. Like, he yes. and I talked for like three hours, and uh. it was like the best conversation. Come on, our bonus size. Listen, he is best friends with um, everybody from Virginia. So, um, Pharrell, Chad, all of them, that's his whole crew. But anyway, back to Jay Davey. I just want to uplift all their albums. <laughs> um, the double album was The Beauty and Distortion, Land of the Lost. And they kept saying they don't give us albums when they kept giving us EPs, which was totally fine, because then they gave us you know, evil Christian cop. Quicksand. That had, I was going to say, had quicksand. <laughs> that had rain check, lazy days. It's not a song that ever came out that I don't like called Quicksand. Everybody <laughs> got a song called Quicksand I love. I love. Because Carrie Hilson's Quicksand, ooh, yeah. music. One of yeah. her best songs that don't nobody even know what it is. Mm. Wow, I hate everybody. Uh, Including that, Carrie for not putting oh, that shit out. That was my song. Then the same year, they gave us Boudoir Cinema. They had Crawl All Over, Permission, Get Together, Out of the Window, Fight the Daylight. I One do, time. Uh, you're going off. In your life. Uh, 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 dun, fight dun. the Daylight. Strong Anticipation. Um, then they said they going to give us another album, but then they want to be another EP, Lightweight Life, that had Y.O.Y., Center of the Earth, like... Ooh, Center of the fucking Earth. Music. Hit music. I wonder if they are still in Queen of Wonderland, are we kidding? Queen of Wonderland is a cut. Like, that was on a new designer drug project. Listen. Like, that is how you open an album uh, with Listen. What you looking at? Kill for fun. Turn the lights out. I never heard music that sound like theirs before. And we never will again. Even now. Like, never I wonder who they're working with individually, if anybody, because I know that Brooke was heavily involved with Kaleidoscope Dream for Miguel. And they, they did, um, what's, what's the, what's the Miguel album that I really love? You like Flat, the one that has flesh on it. Yeah. They, Wild Heart. They worked on that because that's, that's Jack Davey on Good Fucking Girl. Yes. Okay. So they and Miguel crew right yeah. now. Yeah. They and probably right with him and everything. We can do some more research on that because Miguel's still slept on to me. I love him. Well, um, Brooke is his musical director. Perfect. So that's how that works. Um, but Jack Davey literally just put out an album, I mean a song, um, like two weeks ago called mm-hmm. Undone. Bomb. Really? Bomb. It's in the playlist. It's in the playlist. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jay Davey, thank you for all your contributions. Huh. They changed my life. They changed my adult life. I became an adult in music through J Day. Same. Like wow. They were they were the reason why I started going to Afropunk because they played Afropunk I think two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and I was like Corey, we going. 
and we if they went, come back to Afro Punk, I'll be there for a greatest hits. Afro Punk is not on that. Is not on that anymore. I know, but they um, should that's, be. That's not gonna happen. Oh. Um, it's just unrealistic. But but I will say that they want to make it happen. They should yeah. because I feel like Afro Punk. That lane is still so wide open that Afro Punk can swerve right out, mm-hmm. or, or they can just make another additional. You know something what? for you know all what? their original um, Afropunk artists because that lane is still smack dead wide open. I agree. I think that one music fest might be taking some of their artists. One, one music, music fest, fest is so Atlanta specific. It is, and I think it's um, also a different crowd. Like, that, well, because there's no such thing as a specific crowd in Atlanta. Everybody go to everything. Right. <laughs> Everybody go to everything in Atlanta. Right. It's no scene anymore. So you're right about that. But that lineup is lit every year they yeah, have a every good lineup year. every year every year um but yeah so we're gonna close it out on jay davy those yeah. are i shoulda coulda woulda playlist is gonna be super long this playlist is gonna be the we longest we hope y'all one. actually listen to it because it's amazing music great artists that deserve their life um and, and they, still have a chance because they are all very yeah, specific yeah. and unique and it's not like anybody that we named there's a counterpart or like a evil villain twin that's out mm-hmm. right now doing their music Cause I would definitely still buy everybody that I said name stuff. Same, and they are still putting out music. So anybody, we might have to like actually type out all the names or something. Yeah. Because a lot of these artists are still putting out music, still on Instagram, all that kind of stuff. So we just encourage you to uh, check them Support all the out. People. Support black people, and black thank music. thank you for your continued support of the size. Ooh, yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Season one was amazing. Shout out to all our faithful listeners. Um, what are we going to do for the rest of the summer now? The fall is looking a little strange if they're going to have all of these um, black women this conspiracy on, the, on all Child, the we're not even going to go there. <laughs> on that note, thank you so much, guys, for listening to us for season one. We're taking a little break. Season two will be back soon enough. Um, again, shout out to all our like hardcore listeners. Right. Like Y'all really be sicing us. We listed some of y'all names earlier. Ty. It's a bunch of y'all. It's a lot of y'all. So, Ugh. thank you. Aww. It's been lit. It's lit. <laughs> we love each other. Right, I was about to say, because look, fuck the club up. Hey, fuck Don't, the club. Uh, all right. We did it already. All right, right. Okay. all right. Been looking all day up there going off. Going off. I'm
he can do.